0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to another Hosers panel. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Taylor. Joined today by Mike and Ty. How we doing, fellas?
1: I am amped to be back. Hockey is flying off the shelves, and I could not be more happy.
2: Yeah, man. So pumped! It's been su- such a great movie, like week three now. Oh man, or two? Week yeah, we two. Just,
1: just finished week two.
2: It's flying by, but oh, it's just it's going so fast. But there's so much hockey. I love it.
1: Ty, I gotta, yeah. I gotta say, you sound pretty crisp right now. Yeah, yeah it sounded pretty yeah. good.
2: Got the new mic. Might get a little loud here and there, but she should come in nice and clear. No more those Babcock sound bites. I do apologize. <laughs> the listeners, the listeners who got through that draft story, my goodness,
0: that won't happen again. <laughs> I wanted to quickly touch on my mic too. Uh, funny story. Last week I didn't mention it, but uh, last week I've had this mic for like since we started, and last week I was the first podcast i actually used it uh up until then i'd been recording into my computer because i didn't change a simple setting like in the actual computer so uh now we both got nice crisp mics and sounded nice and good so I'm i love coming it coming in
2: deep coming in sexy as hell it's gonna be yeah
0: day. right on
2: real
1: real nice sounding you know gotta gotta start sounding professional here
0: yeah we're getting there so you never know every week boys slow and steady <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, just uh, quickly jump into some news that we don't really want to talk about, but you know, COVID's here; it's not going away. And get it every week. Na- another week, another another few headlines uh, in- in- involving them. Yeah. Uh, so first thing we had, we had our first non-Stars game get, get uh, postponed as Carolina Hurricanes had a couple games canceled. Looks like tomorrow is also canceled, uh, ah. Tuesday against against the Lightning, but they're slowly coming back. Uh, they had four guys early on last week join the COVID list in Teravine and Warren Fogle, uh, Jordan Martinook, and Jakob Slavin, or Slavin. Um, And then the NHL dropped the bombshell on the Capitals. They fined them a hundred grand for players violating the uh, the protocols for COVID. And then they also had Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Orlov, and Samsonov all get. Basically, essentially, a suspension for four games.
2: A four-game suspension and a hundred thousand dollar fine to the team, was it? Yeah. Oh man! And then yeah, we I find mean. out that the that the goalie actually is positive for COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Samsonov.
1: Yeah. So basically, what I guess the NHL's problem was, where players were hanging out in a single hotel room, and I guess with their the NHL and the NHLPA is like um, discussion and, and agreement on COVID protocols, you can only meet in certain meeting areas. So they're basically designated in like the hotel lobby or like the hotel meeting areas. If they're ever on the road, they can't hang out in a single hotel room.
0: Which is absolutely fair, but also brutal. It sounds crazy, does it? It
2: sounds crazy. It, yeah, it's a, like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like as a player, it'd be so hard to not like Hang out with your boys on the road. You just gotta be by yourself, or like I guess in the designated meeting areas. But like, who knows when those are accessible? So, yeah, be it just must
2: be so hard for to cut off. It must be so hard to to wrap your head around it when you're sweating and hitting the guy in practice and sitting beside him in the locker room, and then like you, when you go back to your area, like they all get their own rooms then, eh? Everybody, I yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah.
1: <laughs> even before COVID, they had it. They had everybody okay. get their own room, except for like. I think ELCs had to share, but I probably just right. took that away.
0: You'd think, like, like to your point, Ty, it would be fairly straightforward where you could actually hang out with your team because you're around them so much. But mm-hmm. I, I guess, it, like, if uh, one guy thinking. tests, one guy tests positive, then you don't want him spreading it to everybody else, right? So exactly, it turned harsh. into
2: worst it turned into worst case scenario for these guys, like pre- pretty quick. I mean, they lose like four of their top guys, a D, two top top points point getters pardon me and then yeah. um, of course they're, they're starting goalie so and then he's, he's yeah. positive so how long until he gets back We have any idea
1: probably 14 days I think so is usually.
2: should be good to go uh, and then
1: <laughs> that that suspension and all that was followed up by uh, Ovechkin's wife going harder on the NHL on Instagram than Matthew Kachuk did on Jack Campbell's back last night
2: no way no <laughs> way <laughs> It's
3: gonna be
1: basically was, that was great. She basically posted like five paragraphs on Instagram saying how the NHL rules were bogus and stuff like that. But
2: yeah, it was bullshit. Oh, yeah, she it was... went she went she went like like Curry's wife.
1: Yeah, she went nuts. <laughs>
2: What's her name?
1: Oh god. Um but yeah, she's she's basically talking about how if, if if guys are gonna spend all their time around each other, why can't they spend time in a hotel room? But I think back to like your ta- your point, Taylor. It, it's just not that they're spending time together. It's just to limit all the accessibility because if someone tests positive, if you're only around them on the bench, that's say four hours a day that you're directly beside somebody 100%. instead of being in a hotel room for the next seven hours. And that's just, that's totally. just bringing up the exposure possibility.
0: Well, yeah. And look at Samsonov; like he tested positive and he's a goalie. So when he's practicing or when he's playing, he's in the net by himself, by himself, mm-hmm. basically, so, yeah, to that, like, triples or like, ten times the exposure to COVID for all those players because they decided they wanted to hang out with them in a, in a hotel room.
2: Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Rudy Gobert flashbacks, man. It wasn't a very good scene. It yeah, it uh,
1: did not age well, eh? <laughs>
2: no, not at all. And you know what? I, I kind of, like, it was weird for me because I, I couldn't stop thinking about how Ovechkin's, like, apology was worded. And it was kind of like, it was like, we like i apologize for hanging out with my hanging out with my teammates like and in, in our room not in the locker room and i was like man what a weird way to say it like yeah that's such a weird way to word your apology and then the next day was when i read that the glue was positive and then i was like was that why he was so so specific but but now i kind of understand that they can be in the room just not together and that's why it was such a big deal but mm-hmm. God, wow what a scene can't, can't be it was like oh so, sorry fantasy owners that stings
1: yeah, man! In a week where we lost Samsonov to to COVID, and then Mackenzie Blackwood on the on the Devils also was added to the the COVID list. There's some some big goalies on the uh, on the fantasy market, let alone their own teams. But uh yeah, they, I
0: own them both them. in fantasy, and <laughs> it's been a nightmare. And I only have one other goalie. So did we hit them all? Is that all the COVID?
1: No, there's more.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay, go, go on,
1: go on So other big names uh, Was it earlier today? It's earlier Monday um, Alex DeBrincat and Adam Bodkvist of the Chicago Blackhawks Both got added to them Man, it's uh, For a team that doesn't have a lot going for them Losing those two guys is, is tough
0: Yeah, huge blow there For sure
1: uh, And yeah um, Mackenzie Blackwood we, we kind of talked about He got added, I think Friday or Thursday of last week um, and then the only other thing I have noted here is the Sharks are still not allowed to play in San Jose. So they are they were set to begin their, their home stand and their home opener this week. Uh, and they'll do that in Arizona now. Oh, yeah. lucky
2: them. So they, they get fans? <laughs> they get fans. Yeah, they, no? get fans. I, I I guess, guess they get fans. I guess so. <laughs> but
1: it's they not in Arizona. So, well, yeah, but it is that, Arizona. It, that's weird. I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> someone's getting paid. I don't know.
1: You you would think that they would have fans because the Coyotes are That'd allowed. Be hilarious. the Sharks You're weren't thinking. allowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um go Desert Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> um and then sorry, where did where did Wedgwood come
0: from? Has he he's, always been there? He's, no, he he's won been, the been around last year with Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, I didn't
2: think much of him either, but he's been doing pretty good, hasn't he out of the gate? Yeah, not
0: terrible. Like not he, bad. he was God. He was a uh, Team Canada World Junior goalie, mm-hmm. like, w- a while ago. A few Like, maybe 10 years ago? No. Was, it, because, ago, was it around the
2: same, time, the same time as Blackwood? No, we'd remember that.
0: No, no, was, Blackwood was... was no, Blackwood's young. Blackwood's, like, 23, Wedwood's, like, 30. Ah. I think it was the year after... It. Uh, like, it, do you remember Mark Byzantine? Oh, yeah. No. Okay, so I think it was the year after that that Wedgwood okay. started for Canada. Yeah. 2011, 2012. Yeah. Oh, 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah, on the dot, I guess on nine. The button, buddy. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he. I don't know. He's okay. He's been a suitcase around the league. Definitely backed up. He started with the Devils, right? He was drafted by the Devils. Yeah, a lot, of
1: then... time, a lot of time split between the NHL and the AHL. Hasn't really been in the NHL for the last couple years
0: yeah uh, and then he was last... the third string for tampa last year yeah
1: his last nhl experience was seventeen eighteen for arizona when he played 20 games and had a sub 900 save percentage
0: yeah but hey you guys, man such a such a weird position oh you, like you do not need to necessarily get better to to do better you just have hot streaks and have opportunities come, and then you just ride them and play well, and then all of a sudden you're a starting goalie.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. You could be a garbage goalie, but hey, you, get a, you catch, a, catch a break with injuries or whatever, and you play good for 10 games or so, and boom, you don't yeah. see the AHL again. Andrew Hammond. No.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or uh, another really good example would be um, Martin Jones of the San Jose Sharks. Unbelievable in L.A. when he was a backup to Quick. Yeah. Went so well, looked so good. Uh, he played like, I think, 20 games the one year. And then San Jose obviously needed a goalie. So they traded for him. And he has started for them ever since and been absolutely awful. So, uh, yeah. It's <laughs> so, such a weird position, man.
1: But still an NHLer because those 20 games.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, we got a
2: blockbuster we got to hit, right? We do. We, we do. We have a big week.
1: So. Bit of a bit of pretense. Pierre Luc Dubois wanted to trade out of Chicago, Chicago, Columbus for basically as soon as he came into camp this year. He, he was getting a bit of a short, uh, short staff from John Tortorella. Ended up playing only three minutes and 55 seconds in Thursday's game. Never saw the ice in the second or third period. That basically just. Sped up uh, Jarmo Kekalainen, the GM of Columbus, to, to make the trade for mm-hmm. get rid of Dubois. He ended up sending Dubois and a 2022 third, 2022 third, God, I can never say that together, <laughs> uh, to Winnipeg for finish sensation, Patrick Line and ja- Jack Roslovic.
0: Yeah, huge trade. Um, it's interesting, you're talking about that Thursday game where Dubois only played played 3 minutes and 55 seconds. Uh, His last shift was a dog and a half. He like skated up and down the ice like probably 60% speed. Went to the corner uh, for a puck battle and like did nothing. Didn't move his hands, didn't move his feet. (laughs) Kind of like the puck squirted out of the the scrum that he was in. He like kind of stood up, like looked around, realized it was gone and then like slowly made his way to the bench and that was it for the game. So Uh, definitely um, you could tell he was not happy I think lots of people think that he was trying to force uh, Jarmo Kekalainen to make the trade and obviously it worked.
1: Yeah like it's tough to single out a single shift by a player because a lot of forwards if they don't have like that quick break then that's basically what they're doing they're just floating around the ice trying to find opportunities. Yeah, but that uh, that that corner battle was something else. He got so it. Rough. Got into the corner. Tyler Johnson's on him. Puck basically goes in between his feet, and he's just standing there like, "All right, defenseman, you can take the puck. I'm not doing anything." Get, get, yeah, got to go for a change now.
0: Yeah, uh, Pierre Luc Dubois in the playoffs would have definitely battled a little bit harder. Maybe even got the puck there. So
2: hearing a bunch of weird stuff like the day after the trade too, like that quote, that big quote from Wheeler about. Like, not communicating well with Line a And I was a little confused by that. Like, it seemed like a. You want know, to read that?
1: Yeah, I also read, like, the, a Finnish article um, saying that he was basically very poorly treated by Shifley and Wheeler.
2: Yeah, I heard and, a couple like that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, who knows how true that is? I would assume there's probably at least some truth to that. There's I no feel like it must be
2: because we're hearing it everywhere all of a sudden, and, like, yeah. I, and it's kind of in the Wheeler quote, at least. I didn't really see anything from Shifley, but I found that a little bit interesting, especially for it to come out right after, um, and I didn't really think it. I, I kind of wouldn't have suspected. Like, you always know that that, that kind of play could could um, be in, be involved, but I didn't think that was the case.
0: Yeah, well, I remember... Have... Oh, sorry, oh, go, go, ahead.
2: go
1: ahead. I was just going to say, I remember... Was it two years ago or something after they got... Um... After they got punted from the playoffs, there was a lot of stories about how Washington's room had fallen apart. And they, when they went into the next season, it kind of just got, like, shoved under the rug, but none of the players changed. So, obviously, there was still something there. And it seems to be a bit of their downfall the last couple of years, but I think that's kind of creeping back up because now one of the players has been traded. But uh, I, I definitely sorry. remember
0: that. You said Washington.
1: Oh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Sorry. Okay. No,
0: that's all right. I was so confused. I was like, I don't remember hearing that. Didn't they win the cup two years ago? Like, (laughs) uh, yeah, well, I was going to say like, it's interesting because you have a dynamic, uh, goal scorer who's obviously unbelievably cocky. Um, you can bring up any quote from in and around the draft and all that. And he, he thought, I mean, he, he knew he was better than, uh, Matthews at that Mm -hmm. point. Um, and you have that personality coming into a room where maybe <laughs> you're all boys and uh, Shifley and Wheeler are like the, the leaders of the group and uh, kind of run everything. I could imagine Line A like wanting to like make his mark kind of thing and like really not take over but like assume some leadership there, even if it was all to do with like his cocky personality. So I could, o- I could only imagine. Uh, Because both Shikley and Wheeler seem super humble, super like down to earth guys, work their asses off. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if like he came into
1: first camp and he just, just dogged it a little bit, you know, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a star. Yeah. I'm
0: so good. I don't need to try it all. Yeah.
1: Just didn't give it his all. And that kind of just tainted their thought like, even if he started working hard, it kind of just, just tainted their first impression online and
0: kind of just never grew from there. First impressions are so important, man. Yeah.
2: Well, I wonder
1: so, how they're gonna be when he's in Taurus's room now. I I th- I think now that he's an NHLer, I think he's he's Pretty probably sure found.
2: Enough? Yeah, I think.
0: No, yeah, sorry. I would
1: assume he doesn't go at least go into the room like all loud and bold. You know, just like a lot of people get traded, and they their first thing is, I don't want to sh- ruffle any feathers in the room. I just want to get settled. Yeah. Kind of you know, figure out the dynamic of the room, and then kind of work my way into that. and... You hear a lot of guys who are quiet their first year in a new place because they don't wanna they don't wanna um, get any vibe or anything like that so
2: I mostly worry about uh just about him and Torts. Just 'cause like so many people have had a history with torts or, you know, can't get along with them or and I don't know. I just kinda see him he, he seems to have some sort of an attitude or ego,
0: right? And yeah, I just especially just like, Players like him too, like his skill skill set, like his his bag of tricks, like, Torts does not like the high-flying offense, zero defense, although Lainey's been working on it a little bit. Like, he, Torts promotes, like, hard work all over the ice. So it'll be really interesting to see. It's either going to uh, make Patrick Liney into, like, the NHLer that he needs to be, or it's going to absolutely break him. I think he does well. Yeah. I, I think th- they th- both I do. do. Yeah, I, I, could... I think right.
1: they – yeah, I think – I think Dubois is gonna do really well with the Jets. Oh my god! Dude. Yeah, he he basically just that gets wingers play? now.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, um, like the control yeah. they're gonna have with Wheeler and him and and Scheife. Oh, like you know, even if they're not out there together, like just the control down low you get with that with all that.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, well, that's how their their team is built, right? Like they're just big power forward work the puck down low work move the it towards keep, the net yeah. like yeah yeah that's that's how that team is built and that's how he plays so he, i i agree with you mike i think dubois is going to have more success in winnipeg than uh at least this the rest of this year maybe next year than line a will in columbus it'll be interesting to see first of all if line a resigns because it is his contract year so he's an rfa so obviously he has to resign with columbus or he's dealt or whatever but Uh, It'll be interesting to see what he signs for, how much he signs for, Um, and then also just like if he develops any chemistry with anybody in Columbus, there's a lot of like Oliver Bjorkstrand, uh, Texier, like all those, Foligno, um, even Max Domi, Cam Atkinson, like all those guys are a completely different style of play than his, Um, so it'll be really, really interesting to see how he fits in.
1: Yeah, a top line of Line A, Domi, and Bjorkstrand has like the perfect amount of offensive flash, rub out in the corners, <laughs> get mad at you, big body, and yeah. then the defense is also there. Obviously, yeah. Each player lacks a bit in each uh, one of those, but that's a that's a pretty great all around line if they can get it all worked out. Yeah, and the other
2: totally. guy is second line center or something, isn't he? Or a third? Where does the other guy fit in that they got? Alex
0: yeah, Oh,
1: Roslovik. Oh, Ros- oh yeah, Roslovik, yeah. Sorry. sorry, sorry. The trade piece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Roslovik uh hasn't played a game this year. He was an unsigned RFA with Winnipeg. As soon as he got dealt, he signed a two year uh one point nine million dollar per deal with Columbus. And he's actually from Columbus, so Yeah, that's pretty he get, awesome. He gets to go home. He played for the Ohio Triple A blue jackets no as a way, kid. Really? And, yeah.
2: Oh, that's a sweet story to come out of that. And he'll get minutes, eh? Like it's, I, I was reading it looked like he was going to get some good minutes.
1: Yeah, you should. They don't have much center depth, and now that um, Dubois is gone, they really don't have much center, center depth, <laughs> especially yeah. experienced center depth. Like They have Alex Texier, who's off to a great start so far this year, but hasn't really been proven. He's a winger. Proven. Uh, he's playing he's center a, for them.
0: Yeah, he's a winger, but he's playing center. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it just goes to show, I guess. I see, I see.
1: Um, yeah, he's he should be he's a good young player. I think he's twenty three years old. He put up career high with about thirty seven or so points last year. It'll be interesting. He has decent analytics. Yeah. But uh yeah, it'd be interesting to give him some give him some talent beside him a little bit and some ice time and that's all yeah. he asked for in Winnipeg it was just he wanted to get more ice time and never really got it.
0: Yeah, it's tough when you have a top six, so Top six so good in Winnipeg, like they did. Uh, it's tough to fit somebody like that in. So
2: yeah, fair enough. It's a, it's a win to develop those guys now, and they're all just like they all need development, almost all of them. So
0: yeah, yeah.
1: and now Winnipeg has a great third line center in Paul Stastny too. Yeah. Oh
0: my god. Yeah, yeah actually, can we? So big. Can we touch on that quickly? I was gonna say, uh, uh, in Canada, who do you think has the best center depth now? Or
1: oh. I'm still going Toronto. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I think
1: I think Matthews Matthews Tavares. is better than Shifley. Tavares is better than Dubois, and yeah, I think Kerfoot's a three C. He's not incredible, but I can't see Stastny being that much better.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I think I would probably say Edmonton. But their uh, uh, yeah, three, yeah. a, they're three C. I have no idea. Uh, tourists. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah so there, there you, you, go. you go. Not he bad. Scored, I would say that game I had a good, had a great shot. Yeah, I, yeah. I would say, well, man, it, it's crazy when you look at Edmonton, Toronto. I guess Winnipeg now, obviously, um, maybe on the lower end, Winnipeg. But uh, the center depth in Canada is uh, scary peterson all yeah. that yeah
1: no no love yeah. for uh suzuki kakaniemi <laughs> i
0: mean um, one every, day maybe yeah, but no right now every power <laughs> play, definitely not
2: every power play and that goes to show like the center depth is so good all these power plays like that's so fun to watch when everyone goes up in the, in the game You're like oh fucking here we go like the boys are coming out and pretty much any team it's so fun to watch them, them work it the pace is always there, I find. So I, I especially when they when they get going. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm I think I'm with you. It might be Edmonton. So yeah, yeah. Make argument for a lot for of them. Cycle. Totally, yeah, yeah. Def, it's definitely close. But I think I'm with you there. Because I forgot about tourist but I was thinking last time I saw him play, I was like, damn. I'm Like, he's good. <laughs> he can, he can shoot. He like he, like for a third line, that's pretty great. Yeah, if, if and it's just hit if... waivers too. He didn't get picked up, did he?
1: He got no, they uh, signed. Apparently. Yeah, they signed him in the offseason. Honestly.
0: Oh, he was he was bought out, right? And then they signed him? Yeah, yeah, he was bought out by the Preds. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I think like he was supposed to be a higher end center when, when the Preds picked him up and he obviously regressed into that, but I think as a third line, it's right where his role should be.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: Uh the only other trade that happened this week, you know, not as much of a blockbuster, but uh, Colorado traded defenseman Ian Cole to Minnesota for defenseman Greg Patteron uh, pretty minor deal they're both quite similar they're both uh, unrestricted free agents coming up at the end of the year not not much to say the Avs retained about 800k and they saved about a million bucks in the deal but I think Minnesota won the deal and yeah. just opened up some some basically some room for the younger guys to come in
0: yeah yeah. I, I would say uh, Ian Cole is definitely a better defenseman than Greg Pattern, but uh, obviously, Colorado wanted to open up the roster space for guys like Bowen Byron and Connor Timmins to step in. so um, yeah, like you said, Winnipeg or sorry Minnesota won the deal uh, player for player, but uh, overall, I think it it's valuable for Colorado to get those younger guys in.
1: Yeah, considering Colorado put pattern on waivers today,
0: yeah, <laughs> good stuff.
1: But Byron yeah, of... has looked great.
2: Agreed. I missed what you said about sorry, Liney's, uh retained salary. How much was that again? Uh, they retained twenty six percent or something weird. Like I thought it was a decent number, right? Like it must be a couple. Didn't he get like six mil or something? What did he get? What I can't remember his contract now.
0: Six point seven five. Yeah, holy hell!
2: So they retained a decent amount, only two years, but. Dang. Yeah, they
1: re- they retained one point seven five million.
2: Okay, so like not bad. That's a decent amount.
1: It's just yeah, it's really just for this year, so. Well, it's it not, makes
0: uh, it, it makes Dubois and Linen then the exact same price. Makes sense.
2: Okay, interesting. I just wanted to know how
0: much it was because like I didn't get that number.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then yeah, speaking of Bowling Byram, he picked up his his first career assist on the weekend with a incredible pass. Backdoor to to Rantanen. and then we also had I think. Five guys pick up their first career goals.
2: Let's go run them.
1: Uh, so we had Jack Studnicka of Boston, uh, Adam, Adam Brooks of Toronto, Dylan Cousins of Buffalo. Yeah. Or, six, sorry. Uh, Pius Suter of Chicago, Josh Norris mm-hmm. of Ottawa, and Philip Kuryshev also got
2: his first career goal. Dude, Cousins with a fucking snipe coming out of the. I don't know if he's yeah. coming out of the. Like, out of the box or just up the wing. But it was so funny. This cousins coming down the wing in a, in a one-on-three. And he just rips it. Like, what a shot. Top chatter. It was so nice.
0: Yeah, and uh, P.S. Suter, uh, first goal. And then he scores two more right after that. So, nice to see. First goal, first hat-trick. Uh, brings me back to my playing days. Novice, which uh, in Aww. Canada is, like, you're, what, like, five, six, seven? You You 9"? Isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. So, anyways, uh, it was my, I was, like, back and forth between goalie and skater, goalie and skater. Uh, it was my first year. The, the coach, like, loved me in net. He was like, oh, you need to play goal. you need to play goal. you're really good. Uh, anyways, one, one day, he's like, you need to play goal today, like, we don't have somebody else. I was like, oh, no, like, I want to play player. Like, I'm here, fully dressed in player gear, because, like, I knew you were going to tell me to play goal, but I didn't want to play goal. <laughs> Anyways, go out there, play player, scored my first goal ever that I've ever scored in hockey, and then I scored a hat-trick, and then I scored three more on top of that, and oh, I was Jesus. like, what the heck? Yeah, and that was it. <laughs> for, the, for the entire year, I scored six goals <laughs> all in one game, mm-hmm. and then that was it. I'm, I was done. Uh, and actually, to this day, I still have those, uh, well, the first three pucks are sitting in my uh, in my room here, so oh. pretty Awesome.
1: The, I think the only goal I remember for my career, there wasn't a lot. I played defense, and I was not an offensive defenseman. I scored on a three-on-five. Uh, Five-on-three a five. <laughs> five on, five three shorty one three? yes. from from our own face-off dot. Oh, I sh- shot a knuckle puck that was going eight feet wide and on the very last bounce, it bounced top corner.
0: That's incredible. Goalie had uh,
1: Goalie had no idea. That was, I think, one of my three goals that year.
0: Nice, love um, it.
1: But uh, this is an unintentional segue. But speaking of three-on-five goals, uh, Teddy Bluger on Pittsburgh scored a three-on-five goal uh, with actually oh, from, uh, with yeah. an assist Bluger. from case from Casey to Smith, the goalie. Yeah. Unreal uh, goal. And uh, since this is from Evolving Hockey on Twitter, since 2007, there's only been 13 goals scored three-on-five. Um, and just a, a bit of a number for that. There has been just over eighty-five thousand goals that have been scored in that time jesus
0: 13
1: so it's just over 0.01 of one percent <laughs> that's nuts but one goal a year gets scored three on five that's crazy that was a very unintentional segue and i didn't remember that goal until you talked about your goals
0: nice love it <laughs>
2: speaking of hatties can I probably I scored one in ball hockey like, yeah, ever in my life, you don't want to hear about it. But um <laughs> but um uh, Tyler Toffoli scored a beauty hattie against his former team, the Canucks, a couple games ago.
0: He did, he's looking really good.
2: Oh man, out the gate he had he had two goals in f- uh sorry, five goals in two in two games. Uh three assists as well. Like oh, man, he looks so hot. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, he scored a hat trick in one game, and then the very next game. Put up two, and the and the NHL Twitter account actually tweeted out that he scored another hat trick. Oh no wait, uh, did it? Yeah, they promptly deleted that tweet because oh, was I like,
2: Uh, oh, he's got two. But
1: that was yeah, that was pretty. Man, funny.
2: he looks really good, and it was really cool to see him do it from do it against his former team. Not to mention they played each other like three times in five days or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man, be fun. Like, imagine how be he did that must be by the end, and like especially the lose, and they're losing pretty hard. The only game that they were. Close in was his monster game, was his three three goals and two assists or whatever the hell it was and man, so impressive, so impressive. It must hurt yeah. too for a man.
1: Well oh, yeah, Horvat also scored two in the first and two in the second oh, as well.
2: I yeah, I meant to meant to stroke him off too. Fucking Horvat, man. So good. Him in the power play I or in the slot on the power play, I he's, he's so deadly. Like I always thought Monahan was gonna be lethal there. He's kinda cooled off past a little while. But man, like Horvat floats perfectly in there. If it hits his stick, it's right on goal, like mm-hmm. instantly. Very nice, man. It uh, doesn't really, I don't, know, they can't, you don't really get a body on him. And if you do, there's so much space around him. I love, man, he's fun to watch. He's very good.
1: Yeah, so just a quick note about Toffoli and the Canucks. So obviously, the Canucks lost Toffoli in the offseason for nothing because he signed with Montreal. But to get Toffoli, they traded one of the pieces was Tyler Madden, their prospect. Uh, which about two weeks after getting traded, he signed his entry-level deal with L.A. He scored an unreal shootout goal today. Yeah, or um, no this way. week, this weekend. It's so nice. Just like four dekes, incredible angles, like cuts onto his toe uh, and just slides in an open net because the goalie's in a corner. And it's like, oh, yeah, so After it's Tavoli scores filthy, five yeah. goals, then you just got to watch that video and like, here's everything you've lost.
0: Yep. Man, that sucks. Um... Mike, speaking of goalies in a corner or players in a corner, you we were talking before we started recording, and you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna save this for, for the pod." Uh, Ottawa Senators warm up. Would you like oh. to take that away? <laughs> Thank you I for bringing saw, that up because I, just I uh, saw the video. I go. totally
1: forgot. Um, so there's like it's like a split screen. One video is on on Brady Kachuk. One's on Tim Stutzla, Jimmy Stew. Uh Jimmy And this too. is in in Monday night's warm up. So we're about. live right now we're about a first intermission of the ottawa canucks game but on one camera jimmy stutzla (laughs) is going into the corner steps on a puck and eats it and brady kachuk on the other camera i don't know why they have the cameras on these two guys i mean why not they're just entertainment but brady kachuk is standing over the boards at his own bench and he just yells way to go jimmy (laughs) That <laughs> is so funny <laughs> just oh killing himself god. laughing that's, yeah, that's, just picking his feet up off pucks
0: yeah it's so good oh god that was sorry i had to bring it up no cause i I... Just, I saw it on instagram while we were telling those stories and i was like oh boy i <laughs> can't so this weird. laughing much longer man,
1: i totally forgot about that <laughs> which because my memory is, is so bad
0: yeah well that's fair that's uh, what we're here for mike i yeah. gotta remind you Another another talking point for that uh,
1: Vancouver Montreal series.
0: Yeah, it was lots.
1: End of, end of the game, end of game two. Tyler Myers smokes Joel Armia, pretty pretty high. Uh, like, I think there was two minutes left in the game. Uh, he got ejected from the game. Oh pretty pretty obviously. Um, everybody thought he was going to get a couple games at least on his suspension, but um, yeah, news news broke the next morning that he was getting zero games.
0: Oh, and uh, who broke that news, Mike? Oh, that would be
1: me on Twitter, at Hoser's Panel.
0: Nice. I love I it. Wait.
1: After reading a different tweet about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was very quick, though. I saw it, and I was like, I don't think it was from somebody who had too much following. It wasn't one of the big names, so I was like, I'm just going to tweet this out really quick as well. well. You've
2: been getting fast. I've been seeing. like I ain't behind the scenes doing anything, but, man, it's quick. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are all over the news right now.
1: So it happens when you have no life.
2: Yeah, Pop. Uh, Pop but yeah,
1: life. I I probably would have given him at least one game, just because it happened in the last like two to three minutes of that game. So we didn't really. Yeah. I mean, you get tossed of a game, but it's you serve a two minute minor anyways. That's the same thing. Yeah. I, I I probably would give him one game at least. Um, but yeah, it was really weird watching it from the two different angles because one angle looked like he got like all head, and the second one looked like he came through the shoulder. But uh, yeah, I'd love to know what you guys thought. What uh, what did you think about suspensions or anything?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think I think you're pretty spot on there with the the one game uh, because it happened so late. I think it was like so borderline with the uh, with the hit. Like it it could have gone either way, and I think I would have been okay with it. But yeah, because he was gonna sit two minutes anyways if he it was, it was a penalty for sure yeah um so because he was gonna sit two minutes anyways like why just give him that one game make it like semi-fair um you got like sammy Blade, the, the hit on devon Devontae's like last week is fairly similar like high mm-hmm. rotating player like whatever and you gave him two games so i don't know uh at least be somewhat consistent uh and for Myers to not get any uh, discipline is, uh, I think, a little surprising, for sure.
1: Well, uh, he, he did get some discipline. He got Edmondson's left knuckle to the, to the teeth. <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess. Fair enough. <laughs> but not um, league discipline. Yeah.
1: yeah, he didn't even serve the five minutes. Like, he served uh, about two and a half minutes.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, so, coming off, what is it, like, five losses in a row for those guys? Oh, they are in the dumps. I, he has a, yeah, I'm, I'm a couple of those were one of those maybe. but
1: Yeah, they're they're uh, dead last in point percentage in the NHL right now, the Canucks.
2: Yeah, I mean, it looks like they may be able to pull something through tonight, but uh, fingers crossed. But I don't know, to be losing that much and losing that bad, they were losing pretty bad those past two games against like, the Canadians. Uh To do it solely in the game, pretty bad. It feels like an easy one to punish, at least one game, just to send a message. But they didn't, and I can see that too, so
1: yeah i think i was reading something they were either the league leader in breakaways or odd man rushes against last year um and just shows how how much they needed jacob markstrom to keep them in games um but that stat has continued around this year they're still giving up way too many breakaways they're leading the league in expected goals against and their goalies just aren't playing out of their minds so they have no answer for it really
0: yep yeah, it's crazy how much you don't realize the team relies on a goalie until the goalie's not there anymore.
1: Yeah. Uh, but we had uh, we had finally the 31st NHL team take the ice, the Dallas oh, Stars, yeah. after having 17 guys out with COVID uh, and basically a week and a half off to, to start the season. They, they come out and it looks like they were ready for it. They stomped the Predators were. 7-0. Um, and their power play went off, so I guess that's yeah. what they were practicing. Um, so they yeah, they, <laughs> they whooped them seven nothing, um, and then they beat them again on on Sunday. They beat them three two. Now they're they're two and zero. Them in Florida, are the only two teams left undefeated, both at two and zero.
0: Yeah, huh. you so. guys were right. I picked Tampa to be the last team undefeated, and they broke my hearts and lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets.
1: I also took Tampa.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then Ty uh, was right. Ty got yeah. it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I thought, boy, Ty. I thought
2: they'd, they'd at least last the Nashville games. God bless.
0: Okay, um, so so then who who is going to continue being the longest, uh, Florida or Dallas?
1: I'm taking Florida 100%. I don't trust Dallas at all.
2: I don't now, but I did in the playoffs last year, and they got pretty fucking far, so I'll take Dallas again.
0: Yeah, I think uh, – sorry, Mike, but I think i got to go with Ty this one. I bet against him once, and they shoved it on my hoop. I'm not going to do yeah, it again. Oh, got to learn from that.
1: Yeah, I lost a lot of money on the Preds that game. It was 7 <laughs> nothing, and I was like, all right, good,
0: good stuff. Yeah, fair enough. But That was tough. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I want to touch quickly um, what do you got? on just one player. I guess we're, we're going to do our three stars. Or our our like top player of the week? Do we want to do that right now? Because yeah, we or, got a
1: we got a couple new segmenty thing kind of yeah kind of ideas. Uh, one of them hot new
0: segments, boys. Hot new hot, segments.
1: hot yeah. off the press. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> give our I don't know what we're gonna call it yet. Hosers three stars where we all give our best player of the week or hosers, hosers big pe-
2: three
0: something. Hosers, yeah, oh, I like nice. that. Hosers oh. big three.
1: Hosers big three. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out something. That sounds pretty so, good. Uh, <laughs> but basically, we all pick a player who is uh, who we thought had the best week. And there's, I mean, there's a lot to pick with. So hopefully, we don't line up. If we do, then that person had a great week. But I mean, we keep track of like overall standings throughout the entire year, who got picked the most, kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah was, that's not like, a uh, bad idea. Reveal like a uh, Hoser's big three of the year or something. I don't know. We'll we'll figure yeah, something I out, but
0: definitely can. Yeah. Um So anyways, yeah, I'll go. I the, the whole point of me bringing that up right now, uh Dallas Star, uh Joe Pavelski. Unbelievable nice. first two games. Uh first game he comes in two goals, two assists. Uh second game he comes in one goal, two assists. 7 points through two games um he's really leading those Dallas stars right now uh which they definitely needed uh Tyler Sagan out um yeah he just looks unreal uh Puck's finding a stick wherever he's playing so uh that's that's my big guy for for the week is Joe Pavelski
1: yeah he's already almost he's one point away from top seven in the league in scoring yeah, At least he's played, played two, two games g- two games <laughs> yeah. nuts and, yeah, he's not uh, not doing too bad. Uh, I think Rupe Hintz is right behind him as well. I think he has five points, I believe.
0: Yeah. So I think he's... all assists, though, right? I think so. I
1: don't remember him scoring. Yeah, all apples. Yeah. Still, uh, no, he's got, he's got do... one goal. One goal, four assists.
0: Oh, my bad.
1: Either way, still incredible for two games.
0: Yeah. Uh, so five five power play points. Yeah, it's uh
1: their power play. They after their seven nothing game, they were one of the worst teams five on five
0: in the entire. Yeah. Game. <laughs> and it was like they won nice. seven
1: nothing, and they're like bottom in these numbers.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Um, but yeah, Tyler or sorry, um, Joe Pavelski is is uh, our first hoser oh, big three. Ty, you wanna you wanna give us yours?
2: Yeah, let me run it. I'm taking Anze Kopitar. I uh, thought that nice. the LA Kings had had. Are showing up way better than I thought they would this season. I'm like really surprised. One of the main reasons is Anze Kopitar. He's nine. He leads the league in assists with nine right now. Uh, one goal as well. It ties with McDavid and Marner for leading in points uh, at ten in the league. So I don't know. I'm just like surprised to join that team. He's showing why he's got to see. He's a born leader and he's he's just uh, he's so used to to always putting up a great game no matter what he's got in his corner. And, and I, I mean they stole a couple. They think they beat Colorado. Um, yeah. One more, one more. I'm forgetting, but I mean, hey, I was so surprised, so they had me absolutely fooled, and I like what I'm seeing from this guy. I think it's, it's some real leadership, and I want to see how far I can take it. Could be a season for him.
1: Yeah, they beat uh, they beat St. Louis last night, or Sunday night, six three, uh, beat Colorado as well, and they beat Arizona at the beginning of the week as well. <clears throat> So yeah. good
2: good week for the Kings. Better than I thought and just big numbers from Kopitar, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I don't I haven't watched too many LA Kings games over the years because 'cause they're usually bottom of the league and I'm not really watching them. But yeah, he's he's uh, he's looked pretty good this year. Uh I've been impressed, other than um doubt he hasn't impressed me at all. But I think mm-hmm. uh, I think Kopitar's man, some of the passes he had one assist that I tweeted out, just fluttered a sauce across the net for an easy tap in goal. He's looked uh He's great. He's got some wheels still, and he's cooking.
0: Yeah, I'm so it's... impressed. Yeah, it's crazy Like when you look back at this L.A. team, and obviously they won the Cup years ago, um, and since then have kind of just been bottom of the league, like you said, Mike, uh, but they still do have uh, a perennial player in Anse Kopitar, and um, to be able to do what he's doing right now without uh, without really any help is... Is awesome to see. So, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I mean, I think it does have something to do with the, all the teams that I was, I was shitting on, are getting the bump, and all the teams that I was for are getting the hex. I don't know what it is, boys, but so many teams I was rooting for are just looking awful. Uh, <laughs> still looking for LA and New York to do better, but <laughs> holy crap! Before we get into that, I want to hear, I want to hear your big big three.
1: The uh, the Croakman curse.
2: Oh, it's bad.
1: Um, I had. Uh... Tyler Toffoli of Montreal, the almost nice. double hatty. Five, nice. 5 goals this week, 3 assists. I mean, it, it's hard to pick against a guy who had 8 points this week and he just looked he, he probably could have had another 3 against the Canucks in in, mm-hmm. in the series. He, he played uh, yeah, he looked great. He was all over the ice. He was flying and yeah, Tyler Toffoli pretty uh pretty good week for Holgers' big 3. Oh
0: definitely. Definitely. Cool. Cool. So, yeah. Go ahead. No, Which I was just great. gonna do the exact same thing. So
2: <laughs> you know go, you hit it. I so
0: yeah, we have Pavelski, uh Tyler Jaffoli and Anze Kopitar. That's yeah, like we're gonna tell That's you how
2: it. many times these guys can rack up that big three war and see who's nice see who's Love the it. biggest at the end, you know.
1: Um And if you had if you had a different guess or a different pick, let us know. Yeah, please. In- Instagram, Twitter, yeah, anything. DM one of us or DM the 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 podcast. Well, uh, we can tally tally up a fan vote as well.
0: Maybe give us a call right now. Uh, I'll probably be sleeping (laughs) when this comes out, but, like, please call me and tell me.
2: Yeah, we'll answer. I'll be up. Um, (laughs) You guys been watching many of these Rangers games?
0: Uh, Yes, I have.
2: Oh, man. They're they're fun to watch, but they can't really get it together Uh, too often,
0: eh? They're not looking very hot. Combination of, like... (laughs) the the Jan- Jack Johnson effect, and also their goalies aren't really making saves. Oh, um, it's terrible! It's really yeah, it's really hurting them, dude. Yeah.
1: Oh, Jack Johnson finally got scratched though. So. Oh, did he? There He's not. Go. He's Sounds not unscratchable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got scratched uh, for Sunday's game, maybe. Whatever their last game was, he, yeah. he, he was he was scratched, and it was like, oh my god, finally, a coach has smartened yeah, up. It's, in my life. it's
0: like it's like they finally. Realize that he's not the hockey player they think he is.
1: Yeah, I think, I think leading up to his scratch, when he's on the ice, they've scored one goal 5-on-5 five five, and given up four against. And when he's not on the ice, they've scored seven and only given up one. <laughs> and as a guy who doesn't play a lot of minutes, having 80% of the goals against when you're on the ice, probably is not a good sign for you.
0: Yeah, that's probably not very good.
2: Um, Lafreniere still has no points.
1: He has no points Yep, that's right.
2: No points, he's a minus two right now. I've noticed that he's shooting the puck a lot. Like, like you're almost going to see the frustration in him. Um, uh, I and- read,
0: like, a, a fairly decent analysis on that. Like, obviously, he's a talent and a half, he went first overall. Uh, really good hockey player, but it's interesting because he was so comfortable in the queue, um, and able to kind of just, like, showcase his skill set at any point mm-hmm. um and right now in the nhl like he's he's not used to playing against these players uh, this quality
2: huge
0: yeah yeah totally and and right now he's focusing on making like the smart safe simple plays like the the get the puck out of the zone hard on the walls like nice little make the passes tape to tape and he's, he's worried about that more than he's like focused on maybe making the unbelievable uh windmill deke to to the middle to like fire it off or whatever right so um yeah it'll, it'll just be like obviously he's adjusting he hasn't played in the nhl before he's played like uh, six games so far so um i i think this year we'll definitely like like last year with kako and and hughes more, more so hughes obviously we're he he looks unreal this year um, so far, but uh, he just needs some time to adjust. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. Yeah, it
1: doesn't help he's playing in the best division in hockey right now, and yeah, every definitely. night there, there's no off nights in that division. Like it's just you get yeah. bodied and outplayed by probably every team
0: in the league. Only off night is when you play the Rangers.
1: Yeah, and he, well, <laughs> oops.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, take.
1: like speaking of Jack Hughes, just quickly to go back, he. He looks like a man on a mission this year. His hands, obviously, his hands and his vision were there last year. He had a lot of, he had a lot of playmaking numbers that were glowing. He just wasn't playing with any finishers. Yeah, guys finally put the puck in the net, and so is he now. And it's just it's finally translating into points.
0: Yeah, it's uh, he was on my fantasy team last year, so I was like paying attention to how his season went. And I feel like every other game he had like this unbelievable chance and he hits the post or the goalie makes a great save or he misses the net or like the guy he passes it back door to doesn't put it in. So it's it seemed like he was always like he's just having bad luck and not mm-hmm. again adjusted to the NHL style of play. Uh, but it really looks like he has this year, um, so far. Yeah. Once he got point wise through uh like three six
1: games. Three goals, four assists and five games.
0: Yeah, un- unbelievable.
1: Um, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people forgot that he was the first ever player to go USHL to NHL. Yeah. No, no one else had ever done that. It's a huge jump. Like, obviously, he was on the national development program. But, I mean, you're still playing against USHL kids who are, I mean, they're good hockey players, but they're nowhere near a step to the NHL.
0: Yeah, it's not NHL caliber. No, Even, dude. like, the, the body size alone is is ridiculous. So Exactly
1: yeah awesome awesome that he's uh he's getting it going and i mean he's he's super fun to watch and he's he's putting the devils back in the standings and back into relevance where uh, a lot of people didn't think they were close
0: i
2: see yeah. a little bit of taylor hall on him it's kind of funny like, mm-hmm. like I, I saw him circling around in the power play and he was like coming up real high and he gets the puck calls for the puck i think that might have been his goal calls for the puck and and walks in short side shoots cross body just cheddar and, like he comes in, gets good speed, gets the puck uh, early, and comes in can, and just kind of stares the goalie down, just waits for his angle, and, and just shoots a wicked shot, so it was nice. It was nice to see him. Looks like he's orchestrating his goals out there, and I see An right absolute
1: now. cheddar bob. Yeah.
2: yeah. Snipe a and a half.
1: Um,
2: man, uh, man uh, if you talk about Bobby Ryan for a sec, just yeah. quickly, do you think he'll stay hot? I don't he's think he'll stay down. this hot, but no, he's, I don't think I mean, he's, he's think, he gets, think he gets twenty more than twenty-five. Think he gets twenty-five points, goals, goals. <laughs> Fifty he's games. <laughs> he's got four. <laughs> he's got four and six.
1: Okay, I don't well, think I, I, he. I don't think he hits twenty-five. I, I could 20. see twi-
0: 20 maybe.
2: Yeah, right. Like I don't know. I'll give him
1: sixteen. No, fourteen. I got 14 goals.
2: Fair enough. That's no funny. way, buddy. He's fucking wicked. focused Put down the bottle. I'm telling you, that he's getting 20, 21. Times 121,
0: solid.
1: Well oh, now that you said that, he's gonna get six. We'll see. <laughs> we'll fucking
0: see. But two more in the next 50 games. <laughs> it's it's still early. I, I, New
2: York or Buffalo can turn it around. Buffalo's yeah, looking right. Buffalo's looking pretty sweet. They yeah, just he, need a, both teams just need a goalie. I don't think they look that bad at all. Grab
1: Tyler's standings and flip them upside down. And that's basically what he projected.
2: <laughs> it, it, literally,
1: it literally is. So you had Rangers 1, they're 8th. Buffalo 2, they're 7th. Uh, you had the Islanders at the bottom. But you had Boston 5th, they're 4th. And then Pittsburgh and New Jersey are bottom 3. You had them bottom... Or their top 3, you had them bottom 3. I'll take
2: that that's a hilarious. weekend. I'll take that a weekend, no problem. But
0: oh, yeah, so I, th- I think we all had the
1: devils uh low and they're they're doing all right so far.
0: Yeah, dude, uh, I wanted to touch quickly on like goaltending and just like the matchups this year again. Um it's so it's so like tough to predict. We like we, I was going through the predictions that we ha- all kinda had uh for our like podcast before the season started and like I was so confident in making my predictions. I was like, Oh yeah, these guys are sweet, they look so good, uh like for example, the Philadelphia Flyers, I was like, no way they finish anywhere else but first in the division. They're so good. They're going to just come out, like, steamroll all these players. Boston's hurt. Uh, so, like, they'd be in the only competition for them. And they look flat. The goaltending, Carter Hart, has is struggling hugely. Um, and then, like, yeah, you just look at all these other, uh, like, goaltending tandems that were supposed to be. Uh, up-and-coming or unreal or whatever and they just aren't aren't doing well like the like we touched on last week the Russian three or two weeks ago maybe the Russian three are just like Samsonov Shesterkin and Sorokin are like nothing what they look maybe should have been Um, even Vasilevsky is struggling at times numbers are are not looking so hot so it's it's really just a different a different game this year with the the multiple games back to back and uh, like four and five nights or whatever, so yeah, yeah. It's uh,
1: man. I mean, it's only been five or six games into the season, so it's hard to project it over sixty games. But yeah, like if your goalie gets cold for even like a little bit of a stretch, it's just such a bigger deal compared to like an eighty-two game season. Like yeah, the for one, it's a short season, so you only have fifty-six games to play well. But the second thing is, if you fall behind the standings. There's no games in the league where people in your division won't gain points. Yeah. Like, if you're looking at the Rangers right now, it's not like, oh, Buffalo's going to go play Toronto and the Islanders are going to go play L.A. And they could both lose, and then you gain two points on both of them, potentially. Like, they're, right. everybody's playing in their division. So no matter what happens, every game, at least a team is getting two points.
0: Yeah, yeah so somebody's moving up.
1: Yeah, and, like, even it could be three-point games, and then you look at... You're the Rangers. The Islanders play Buffalo. They both get uh, at least a point, and now you're just even farther behind. And it's it's gonna be so hard for the teams at the back to to gain uh, yeah. any any any
0: any room. Yeah, it's true. That's so why starting uh, starting hot is like so important this year,
1: hmm. especially teams that've been hit by COVID when they have 50 games gonna be jam packed in 90 days. Those, yeah. if you can start six and two or say that that's gonna help such. It's gonna help so much uh, yeah. when you when you finally hit that wall because it's gonna it's gonna happen like it, you can't not get tired from that stretch. It's just how big you can weather the storm and how much wiggle room you've you've uh, built up for yourselves.
2: Agree. You know, it's funny too. Like just off the bat, some teams look like look like they've played so many more games together than others. Like I don't know. I was watching the Leafs play the Flames like last night or the night before and. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like the Leafs look like they're on a totally another level, and I was like, "Man, this is the Flames' like fourth game." <laughs>
3: like, yeah, like, the Flames played three they, games.
2: They've, they've literally like barely played it all together. Like, and and I think that was like the Leafs' seventh. So I was like, "Man," like just goes to show, it's kind of a different schedule. Like, I, that's that's pretty different.
1: Well, yeah, like you look at
2: you're probably really out of it.
1: You you look at um what's the division called the Central, and three teams have played six games one team has played five a team's played four a team's played three and two teams have played two I know
2: two. two I know like and one team's played six and they're still at the bottom whammy Detroit <laughs> but, um, <laughs> 21 goals poppy <Bobby> Ryan My, <laughs> minus four uh but yeah I don't know I just find it funny because I, I when I, I watched that game I really noticed like they were two teams on like Totally different levels than the first. And I was like, oh, man, like, why And I so many games? And I was like, oh, that's so weird. Like, I did not notice that. Just kind of crept up.
1: Yeah, the weird the weird stat that's kind of growing this year has been, you, you'd think with no fans and everything that the home ice advantage would kind of be decimated a little bit. You know, it wouldn't be, it all depends on the teams playing, but it's actually the opposite. So far in the, in the league, the the home teams have won more than away teams compared to the last, like, 10 years.
3: Hmm.
0: So it's, home ice advantage is helping. Home is ice, yeah,
1: home ice advantage is more than it was the last yeah. 10 years where there was fans. Do
0: you think maybe that has something to do with, like, comfortability? Oh, absolutely. Like you're, they, they feel comfortable in the building. They Like, they know the space. They get their own dressing room. Well, I guess, yeah. I, yeah, maybe. like
1: you don't have to worry about There's your fans booing your you head. off the ice There's like i don't know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's
0: oh like it's also the game. like also maybe the like what we touched on with the capitals earlier like you're not allowed to hang out with the boys right in the room so maybe you're a lot more comfortable at home ah, um, you're, yeah you're allowed to see your family um it's i think that maybe that's way different
1: yeah that that's that's a that's a good point yeah the the, just the awkwardness of being on the road has just has just hurt teams.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure. We're interesting team. people.
1: Super um, interesting. It also seems like I don't have the stats for this one, but it seems like we're getting a lot of games going past regulation. I don't know if that's just like the tightness of the divisions, but like usually you'll see in regular seasons, Ottawa or Ottawa uh, October and November there's a lot of just 60 minute games, and then you start hitting February, March, and April, and playoff picture starts to kind of unfold and that's when you get a lot of three point games because everybody wants to play a little bit less um, a little more timid in the last say 10 minutes of the game they just want to get a point and then they're just battling out in overtime but man a lot of games are going to overtime this year Yeah. Uh, and then I I saw a lot of things on Twitter I want to get your opinions Um, when that uh, the first Montreal Canucks game happened it was 5-5 going into overtime and then obviously went into a shootout and a lot of people were calling that the shootout should be abolished or banished. They should find a new way to end the game. I would love to know if you guys think the shootout should still be in place or if you think it should be removed. How would you like the games to be ended? Curious on what your thoughts are.
2: The only thing I would want instead of a shootout, like, I don't know, you can't, we, continuous OT just can't happen. No. No. And, like, so, man, I don't know. The only thing other than a shootout that I could think of is a Braveheart. Something to do in the cross where it's just one on one and two goalies until so many genos doesn't take too long usually. They either get, they either wipe out from exhaustion and one guy gets it or, you know what I mean. It's kind of an epic way to do it to do it in field across. But other than that, I think the
0: shootout's fine. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Probably that might, might be
1: might be just as exhausting as continuous OT.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think hmm. it, it's interesting. Like you look at uh over time especially three on three it's so exciting like these these two on os two on ones like th- they yeah, are created awesome. every play it's every play because there's not and like the, the whole point is to score right like you want to score you want to be the first team to score so you put all of your effort into scoring that goal first uh and then shit we the goalie made a huge save or we missed the net. Now the other team's got three guys going back the other way and all three of us are in the offensive zone. So I think, um, I don't love the shootout. I I don't hate the shootout. I've always like, uh, I like watching the like individual skill. I think it's very important to the game, but also continuous three on three overtime. Maybe like you play five minute periods. Of continue like maybe you play three five minute periods of continuous three on three. There's no way it goes to a shootout after three five minute periods of continuous. Like there's no way. And now if I it does, then maybe do up a then.
2: I just do one period of three on three like on the fly. Yeah, playing. I don't.
0: I don't know though, because then like they get super tired. I guess like it, it's it's tough. tough. Like I, I I really don't know. It, you break up the game so much, right? I think
1: huh. I think one aspect is length of the game in yeah. terms of actual runtime, as well as players just getting gassed and then they got to do a back-to-back or especially this season like four games and five nights yeah i don't think you could do anything longer than five minutes i don't like yeah i kind of like what you said i don't hate the shootout but i mean if a game was a shootout i'm not like oh this probably could have gone a different like, way years. like i would have liked if it ended in overtime but i'm not I'll still watch a shootout. Usually get some good moves, but
2: you guys remember ties? Like remember how much those sucked? <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. I, that's what I mean. Like ever since I got the shootout, I was like, oh, finally! And then when everyone started bitching a long time ago about shootouts, I was like, I see what you mean. Like it's not the most fair. Maybe the best team doesn't always win, but I don't know. Like, and then three on three made it a lot better too. We saw more exciting overtimes, and I think more finishes. So more opportunities and more ice, and you get to see the the elite shine in those small groups. It's special, and I love it. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe it changes the longer overtime period of three on three, but other than that, I think the show is kind of fine. I think it's very necessary Mm -hmm. if you don't want those long air times. Yeah, like any
1: any offered um sort of looking for proposal by the NHL, like there's a lot of things that the, the PA just won't agree to because of how long the games are and how little of rest time to get after the games. So they obviously have to be approved by the players. I don't know, like maybe go to like a six or a seven minute, like bump it back like a minute or two. And that probably, I would say trims down another 20% of the games that go to a shootout. But I mean, if the, getting rid of the four on four and going to three on three, I think got to the right amount of shootouts. That really is, is is necessary. There's not a lot of games that go to a shootout anymore. It just always seems to be the best games always go to a shootout.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Mike, I just I just went through and I counted how many games have gone to overtime or shootout. Um, it's twenty. And there's been there's been 168 games played so far, so it's like eight oh, percent. So I don't know what uh, like the last, was the number? Uh, 160. 20 and
1: 168 okay so that's like 11 percent.
0: 11 percent. okay close enough
1: that's overtime uh, and shootout
0: yeah overtime and shootout okay, so yeah. i mean it's like that's it's seems high because it's fairly early in the season but at the same time it's not that early in the season it's already we're already like i would say like 10 percent through the season um maybe eight percent through the season but still it's nuts uh to i i agreed with you at first i was like oh yeah it seems like every second game is going to overtime uh, or it's so close but really when you look at it, it's 20 games which is mind-blowing
1: i think if my math is correct just looking at standings i think nine games has gone to a shootout so yeah which is crazy that 50 percent of games get past the three on three overtime again yeah. you get a lot of those that are like they're gonna enter the zone they're gonna curl back they're gonna go back regroup enter the zone oh didn't like that back it up it's just you need that totally. one chance to just set it off and then you get the uh i think it was buffalo washington this weekend yeah, just, yeah they just i don't think they had a whistle and, forth. and no. it was just incredible
0: yeah it's yeah. good hockey man well and like the three-on-three puck possession is so important mm-hmm. um Because you're gassed, right? you're just just the three of you. So you lose it deep in the zone. It's a long haul back to the defensive zone. I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty solid.
1: Yeah, I mean, Uh, I I wouldn't change anything. But maybe add a couple minutes. Yeah,
2: you could tweak something. I don't know. But fuck. I don't know. You want to add add a shot clock so teams can't just hold it and turn around all the time. I don't know.
0: I kind of, I like the idea of maybe adding um, like an extra five minutes to the three-on-three overtime.
2: I think that's a sweet idea. I think that's the best yeah. thing they could do without doing very much. It's just making yeah. it a little bit mm. easier. Because there's, there's enough players, you can you, can, you can get a lot of lines out there if they're tired and you got to. And it's just such good entertainment. And if you want to win that battle that is street out, why not?
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, should we chuck it over to the new segment? Another another new segment, Climb Yeah, let Yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm calling this one without uh, running it past you guys. I'm calling this the Hoser's Auction.
0: Nice, I love like it.
1: it. Buying stuff, selling stuff. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you like a statement. You got to tell me if you're buying or you're selling it. Okay. Um, we've kind of touched on these teams a little bit, but. Um, Montreal Canadiens are going to finish the divi- or finish the season top of the North Division.
0: Buying yeah, I'm, that, selling that, 100%, 100% buying that. Uh they've looked so good. Uh, they're all playing exactly kind of how I I think Mark Bergevin kind of envisioned it. Um like that rough, tough style of game where they like we were talking about with the Winnipeg Jets earlier, they work the puck down low, they work the puck on the boards, uh find a way to get to the front of the net and um, yeah, they're looking really good. Uh, yeah, I, I say they for sure finish top of the North Division.
2: Mm, I, it's probably them or the Jets to me right now. I love how the Jets look too. They just don't let a lot of goals in. And um, so I, I don't know. It's one of the two. I think it's going to be the Jets though. So I just, hella bucks too fucking good.
1: So are you buying or selling? I'm selling it. You're selling it, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, I don't I don't know. It's I think they definitely finished top two, I think. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I can't really count out Toronto.
2: No, it's hard to, but it's
1: I'm going to sell as well. But we might come back to this in a couple weeks.
2: I was gonna say it's yeah. a tough one. They do they do look wicked?
1: We'll do we'll, yeah, we'll do this probably every two or three weeks, so that's probably about twelve percent of the season. Um, but uh, second one here. Vancouver Canucks finish bottom five in the league.
2: Oh my goodness!
1: Currently, I'm gonna sell currently dead that. La- Yeah, currently dead last in point percentage. Um, two and five.
0: I'm gonna sell that. I think two things. I think Demko is gonna find some way to actually play goaltending. He's he's gonna he's gonna step it up, and then two, Elias Pettersson is gonna show up a little bit. Um, he hasn't really. I mean, he's looked okay, but he hasn't looked his his previous self, and that's worrying for Canucks fans for sure. But that's part of a big part of why they're uh, bottom of the league right now. So I think I think they step it up. I think they uh, find a way to kind of claw back um, into that division for sure. Um,
2: I am. Oh man. Well, that fucking minus differential. Minus 13. Right yeah, now.
1: they get up 33 goals this year already. Like, it's well.
2: just how many goals they let in. But, I mean, that's kind of single-handedly Montreal. Just dropping the fucking Hulk smash on them. But, and they're not uh, that offensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that?
1: And they're not that offensive.
2: No. Uh. It's never Detroit. I'll buy it. I'll buy it, man. Bottom, bottom they...
1: five. Bottom five.
2: Oh, you said bottom five? Oh, yeah. I'll well probably stay there. Holy shit! I think I said bottom. I was like, yeah. I don't know if I can. Uh, yeah, bottom five, absolutely. Uh, they don't—they don't look that. Like, uh, they look way worse than I thought. Holby can't do what I thought he could do. Doesn't look like he's gonna do do much there. They don't look like the same team at all. I know they're missing Toffoli, and that's huge. And their power play isn't clicking. I said that a lot in the last pods that this team needs their power play to be absolutely clicking. Only guy that's really doing that right now, and he's doing a great job is Bill Horvat. But they need to step it up as a as a team to get out of that bottom five, so I'm buying. I'm sticking yeah, to
1: staying I yeah, I'm putting the mortgage on this one. I, I think <laughs> I don't think they're good at all. Um their defense is garbage still, their goaltending is not good. Tyler Myers is <clears throat> trash on skates. <laughs> I just yeah, I don't I like his size. I like, yeah, like his size, size is there. You know, he can he can grab a puck if it's over his head, but he can't pick anything up. Um yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I have no trust in this team. Fair enough. They're stomping Ottawa right now, but.
2: Well, I was just gonna yeah. say, you think they finish ahead of Ottawa then?
1: Uh. Ah. I, don't, I don't know. It'll be close. <laughs> it could be. It could be both bottom five.
2: Yeah, they're just last game of the season. They're just fucking fighting for the last spot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I uh. But. I just sent you guys. Uh, oh, it's four-one Vancouver now. Yeah, well, um, and, a, and a two. I just sent you a Instagram clip, an Instagram clip of Niels Hoglander's assist to Tanner Pearson. Please have a look. This is the filthiest assist I've ever seen from a rookie. This is nuts.
2: Right?
0: Yeah, he like okay, so it's a face-off oh scrum my face-off. God, he like Suberman like, pass. Yeah, dude, he like picks the puck out of the out of the scrum and he like flies down and it's him and Pearson going two on like three. Um, Hoglander chips the puck off the boards and then is racing for it like blows by two players dives and like throws a stick at the puck and knocks it into the middle all four Ottawa players go to the puck uh hoglander gets the puck across into the middle to pearson who's all alone for just like a tap in basically that is the
2: cleanest diving pass i've ever seen to do a Un- rush like
0: that believable skill Crazy. he's gonna be he's gonna be a lot of fun to watch
2: man that's okay it, it took a while because i've been watching this guy like a hawk but that's gorgeous yeah and like i've seen i've seen sparks but i think he's got a couple points no is he have a goal yet
1: Who, there uh yeah uh, he does Can hoglander yeah he yeah does. He, yeah he scored his first uh, in so wanted, the first or wanted, second
2: game pardon me i wanted him to be in the calder conversation i wanted him to really click on on the on the power play and, and like i thought maybe their first and second could just be lethal more than last year we losing to Foley seems to be a lot
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna take the mortgage off of this one. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna buy it normally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That's funny.
2: What was your next one? These are
1: good. Um so currently the New Jersey Devils are three one and one. Uh New Jersey Devils will make the playoffs in the Crazy East Division. Ty, Ty you wanna give it a go?
2: Uh yeah. I'm just having a good luck to get fucking um what was it sorry? You think that the, yeah, the New Devils Jersey will make the playoffs?
1: Yeah, New Jersey Devils to get a top four spot in the East.
2: Oh man, the goal has been so good. Um that's just so, like the most important thing. Uh yeah, I think they make playoffs. This fucking this this uh, the East is fucked like how do you even guess the shit that's <laughs> <laughs> actually so hard but it I is so hard it's it very hard. hard. it's like brutal to guess this this div. go ahead sorry who's
0: next I'm, I'm gonna say yes i'm gonna buy in on the devils making the playoffs i think they can do it i think jack hughes is ready to carry that team to the promised land uh and mackenzie McK- blackwood too he's gonna just stand on his head Next next week or so, Nico Heisher is gonna come back, slot into that two C spot, and they're just gonna they're just gonna make the playoffs, and then they're gonna probably lose in the first round, but
2: Pie- pieces are stepping up everywhere you look on that team. Yeah. Eh? yeah, yeah, I... sure T-
0: Ty Smith looks unreal, oh, unreal, man. I love Zero? Ty Smith.
1: Yeah, I love yeah. Ty Smith in his draft year, watching him in the in the dub, and I think I talked about him a couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I I love that guy. Um, yeah, I. I'm still gonna sell it though. No way, no, really. <laughs> I don't know. Five games is not. I mean, they're still That's they're still long. tied out of the playoffs. Like they're tied third, fourth, with, and fifth with Boston. With Boston and Philly. Yeah, Man,
0: they've I got a game. Uh, no, they don't have a game in hand on Boston. Yeah, they got one on Philly. Philly, but um, I oh. my my thought here is uh, Boston uh, will probably make the playoffs. I think Pittsburgh's probably going to slide out. Um, And I think Philly's not going to... I don't think Philly's going to make it.
1: Philly's just putting up 6-1 games, but it's just half of them are for and half are against. Yeah. Yeah. Every (laughs) year. Every Every year. year, They're just...
0: Yeah, they're too inconsistent. I don't... For a shortened season, I don't see them... They go on like a bad spell. Like they went on what? Like a 15-game win streak a couple years ago and then they like blew it after or before... I just, I can't see it. And if they go on like a, even like a five, six game losing streak uh, right now, they're not going to, they're not going to sniff the playoffs. They can't. There's no way. They need to win consistently. Lose weren't maybe they, one or two games here and there.
1: Weren't they the first team in a while to win 10 and lose 10 in yeah, the same season? Yeah.
0: That's, that's exactly what it In was. a row? They were, weren't yeah. they? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, there was actually like a study done. I can't remember who it was, but, um, it was at like one of those stats conferences and this, this lady came out and basically just showed how inconsistent the Flyers were compared to the rest of the league. And it's like a decade long. Where they're just miles ahead of everybody in inconsistency. She yeah. ended up getting hired by, I think, like the Philadelphia Eagles. But like there's a lot of numbers to back this up that Philly is just uncontrollable and you have no idea what they're going to do any given week. It's true. Um, last one here. Actually, I got a couple more. Um, I don't know where to put them. I'd say uh, the Minnesota Wild, currently sitting in second place oh, in so the in, in the West Division. Uh, they finish top three in the West. I can. I'll start, I, it. I'll start it right now. Go ahead. Uh, I'm buying this. I Absolutely. love. I love Absolutely. this team. I don't know why. Like, oh, I mean, I hate the Wild because I'm an Avs fan, but like. Damn, Kaprizov is fun to watch. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: I think I tweeted it out on our on our, on our our Twitter page. I said, uh, this, this page is going to start becoming a Kaprizov fan page <laughs> because the yeah. kid is unbelievable to he's watch. He's a highlight
2: reel. He's a, he's a walking highlight reel.
1: And it's not, yeah, it's not like, it's not just like he puts up a point every three games and that goal is like a highlight play. It's like, he's just dancing around. Like, he's not getting points every game, but anytime he touches the puck, he it's flies. incredible what he does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i think like hoglander is a highlight reel player because every point he scores is highlight reel esque, but he puts up like 50 percent of like point per game uh and then he doesn't do a whole lot on the rest of the time yeah but kaprazov is
0: dynamite agreed dude like i i'm i'm gonna buy on this as well i think the wild finish top three in the west um but, yeah, you just watch Kaprizov with the puck. Anytime he touches the puck, it's just stupid to, to watch. He's so fun, um, so electric. The the There's a clip um, of him in practice, and he's just behind the net, and he literally, like, is flicking the puck over the net, coming around and, like, batting it in out of midair. Yeah. Um, like, so nonchalantly. He's just so fun to watch. Um, and then, also, guys like, uh, well, obviously, their defense is unreal. Mm-hmm. Um and has been for like a few years but guys like kevin fiala have not like he's got kevin fiala's got 20 23 or 24 shots so far this year and he's got two goals um there's a guy who scored almost a point per game last year uh he's got two goals in like four or five games so it, he's gonna pop off he's he's gonna start shooting the puck more he's gonna or he's gonna keep shooting the puck uh, yeah, he's gonna gonna, say. It's, it's gonna it's gonna start going in the net um so yeah, I think I think for sure they they make top three in the West.
2: Um, I'm absolutely buying it on this one as well. Uh, one guy that's caught my attention a little bit is that Capo Kakanen guy.
3: Yeah, yeah been in A
2: little bit. I don't even know if he's played a lot, but the bit that I saw I was I was really impressed with. Um, he didn't win the last game I saw. I can't remember. Both been watching a lot of hockey, but. Um, yeah, he has been he played great and that was kinda of like that's always one of the biggest question marks for any team as a goalie. So he's all kind of off my radar, so that was a big one. Um uh, Kaprasov is, a, is is just so fun to watch. His first goal is a breakaway in overtime to win it. The kid's a star. Uh the way watching him set people up is so fun and just and just the way he skates so effortlessly and and just with so much control. Um yeah, I, I think I think they could do it. And you know what? I think the West is very surprising. Uh, the West Division, I, I don't know. Like I said, I got a couple games of LA that really wowed me. I was kind of like, "What the fuck is that?" Um, the Blues, I don't know what they're gonna say. The Avs, like I've kind, I've been kind of shocked by this year so far. Uh, the Wild shocked me. The Golden Knights, not so much. But most of the stuff in this division, you know, I wasn't like, wasn't exactly what I, where I thought. What I, what I thought was gonna happen. Pardon me. And yeah. The, co- the yeah. competition's so weird, in it. it? Like I can't tell what's gonna happen there.
1: Yeah, the Avs have had some bad games. I mean. They got what they got shut out by the Ducks last night, um, but they played pretty well. Like they hit I think five posts, uh, and they basically controlled that game the entire way. But John Gibson is John Gibson. He got lucky. He has skill, and uh, but a couple of games they've they've come out just completely flat, and it's it's really their first year of being the favorite, and they don't have that like underdog mentality kind of thing. Like yeah. even last year they had that still. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if it's getting to their heads a little bit and they got to kind of just focus up. I think I think that's one of the main reasons why you see so much volatility in, in playoff teams and how not a lot of teams can continue on their playoff success year over year is because, you know, you lose a year, then you're all revved up because, oh, you're the underdog, no one's thinking you're going to do anything, and then you get in the playoffs, and then you come into the season next year and everybody's like, oh, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs, and then you kind of lose, like, just a little bit of that uh, – that mentality and that's just enough to to slip you back out of the playoffs and then you just rinse and repeat
0: that yeah i don't know yeah Yeah. that was one of my notes mike was like the abs are what are they doing um so it's an interesting take from you i I like to i like to hear your your thought obviously you follow them pretty pretty closely so um hopefully they they turn it around i I think it'll be good experience for them to kind of yeah, they're, young, they're a young team, right? So mm-hmm. it'll be good for them to kind of get the experience of, like, not necessarily being the underdog but being the favorites and, and the adversity that comes along with being the favorites rather than being the underdog. Because if you lose a game or two as an underdog, it's, uh, it doesn't really matter. But you lose a game or two that you should have won as the favorites and then everybody's looking at you like, what the fuck are you doing? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I'm sure they'll turn it around. It just uh, shocked, them, shocked me a little bit coming out of the gate.
1: Yeah, like three and three is not a bad record. Like it, it, it's it's a record you can work with, especially since yeah. you're. It's crazy. Everybody in that division has played six games. You got all these yeah. weird things around with the, the divisions, but everything there is. That one's you know, consistent. Every, yeah, yeah continuing continuing as is. Yeah. And so there's not uh, there's not a lot. I mean, Vegas is up top five and one, but everybody else is basically lumped in within a couple points. So. Yeah, it's basically
2: now so 50 far, So far, surprisingly even. I think because I think this yep. was supposed yep. to be our landslide, right? So I think that's it's the not, way to put
0: it. It's not surprising though that they're three and three. Like um I'm not surprised that they're 50 50 uh, wins or whatever, or 500 for in the win category. But it's surprising to me that they lost to um LA and Anaheim.
1: LA always right? gives them troubles. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, but it's just it's two teams, especially this early in the year that you're like expecting the abs to come in and dominate. Uh, St. Louis, like I don't have any problem with them losing that game to St. Louis, but the, the game they the, yeah, it's just it's interesting to see them lose to those two teams so early in the year.
2: Must be a bit of that sleeping dog thing, hey? Eh? Where you, you just catch them sleeping a little bit. Yeah. And then, like I mean, they're coming in as one of the Stanley Cup favorites, and everybody knows that, so. You must just really want to stick it to them coming in as one of the big underdogs. I can kind of see it. Rocky mm-hmm. Rocky bubble moment. Definitely. Um, what was your next one, Mike? We all uh, I go? got, uh, that's, that's the end
1: for the teams. I got a couple player ones, though. Nice, okay. let's do it. Uh, so we touched on it a little bit earlier. Uh, Alexei Lafreniere, pointless in five games. Uh, I'm saying that uh, Lafreniere goes pointless in another five. Buying that? Selling that?
2: <sighs> S- selling that. He shoots a lot. He shoots a lot now. They're not all good shots, but he's going to get one eventually, man. Like I'm kind of I don't know. I think I think he can get one. He almost scored against games?
1: Pittsburgh. He had like a wide open net that bounced and then he hit the post or the side of the net.
2: So Well, I even mean, I'm seeing it go so I'm going so far as to say like players are not pass, are not shooting their shots to pass to him just so he can get a shot. That's what it looked like by the end of the game. So I don't know. I could I think I think they're working for one for him. At least one, man. Kid. yeah
0: i don't know i think i think i'm gonna sell it as well um like i said earlier he's he's taking time to adjust to the to the game to the nhl game that he hasn't really played in um at all right and he's got six shots in five games which uh i mean if he keeps shooting eventually he's one's gonna go in um, but it's just like getting the confidence, right? Like you, you see a guy like Jack Hughes who last year um, didn't finish at all, though he had like ample opportunity to and a, a lot of um, like gorgeous plays where he just didn't finish. Um, he wasn't uh, he wasn't super confident by the end of the year, and I'm I, I, although I see that happening a little bit with Lafreniere, I think he I think he can for sure pot one as long as he keeps shooting, as long as he keeps. Uh, in that top six in New York, I think he'll have the opportunity to get one for sure. Well,
2: put pointless or goalless. It was pointless, Both. right? Yeah,
1: no points. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna sell it as well. Just looking at their their upcoming schedule, mm-hmm. they have two against the Sabers, two against the Pens, and then Washington. Right. He's got to get something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah you'd you'd think.
1: You'd think like this is the time. This is yeah. this is the stretch to to really turn it around
0: i say he scores in the first game against Pittsburgh.
1: But nothing before that?
0: No. All right. Buffalo for sure.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Hattie. You know what's weird, though? Um, uh, Rangers don't don't really let in a lot, but they don't win any.
1: (laughs) It's funny. You see a lot of Rangers fans I've been seeing on on Twitter. They're kind of going nuts. Like, what the hell? Like, our goalie's not doing anything. And a lot of people are responding like, yeah, welcome to the NHL. You had Henrik Lundqvist for the past 20 years. Yeah. You didn't have to yeah. deal with this. I to deal with yeah. what a real goalie looks like. Yeah, no, congrats. Finally, welcome to normal 29 other team NHL uh, goaltending situations. You don't have a king in net. That.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's true.
1: We don't feel sorry for you.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> not no, at no. all.
1: It's like Ty's rant about the Canucks goaltending last year. <laughs> yeah, you just so can't true.
2: be upset about, having, about not having a good goalie. You had a stretch. Like, man, when we lost Kipper, I was like, for, in Calgary, I was like, okay, like, I'll take my licks for the next however long. Didn't think it'd be that long, <laughs> but we got Marstrom 10 years later, so let's go. Yeah, man, Marstrom was so good. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll, yeah hey, I'll, I'll touch on that quick, man. I'm, I was so nervous when I saw that contract, and, and I, it might even look a little different in a couple of years, but yeah, you could, if you're a Flames fan, you got to be pretty comfortable with him in the pipes. Like He looks great. He looks like one of the best guys on the team right away. Which is what we need our goalie to be there. So yeah, yeah, really
0: yeah.
1: he was really like the only reason I didn't put Calgary in the playoffs in my predictions because I didn't know I didn't know if he could repeat it. And I've seen how Calgary's played without a goalie just like standing on their head, so I was like kind of skeptical there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, kind of regret that. Eating now. that one, yeah, you yeah. eating that one for sure. Oh, it's okay. looks, like, all you
0: want so to do
2: this year, don't worry about <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> here and there. Love it. Um... Mike, you got more for players for us? I got I got one more. Cool, let's see it. Um
1: I don't really know a a prop for this one. Uh but it's basically just for Elias Pettersson. Let's say he doesn't get to
0: Pettersson oh, uh, over unders I got it. All right. Uh Horvat outscores Peterson.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: There you go.
1: That's a good one. That's good.
2: I like yeah, I that. I take I take both.
1: Bo's For got. Sure. So Bo's currently got eight points in seven games. Pedersen has two.
2: It's the way Bo's playing though. Like I, he's just always going to be in bigger part, and he's always going to be in the front of that net. And he's and he's just seems like lethal there. He's like the only reason they came close in that one game, to was Montreal, and it, and it was kind of like it was almost like it almost felt like him and him and Tipoli back and forth. You're kind of like who's going to get the last one, but um, I don't know, man. Bo is like so impressive. Oh, the most impressive thing on that team this year is Bo Horvat for sure, for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's I, had, he has looked great,
2: but...
0: Yeah. Go ahead. I I think they're going to finish with the exact same amount of points. I think they both finish with 40 points in the 56 games. That's my so, guess. That's so the number.
1: I'll, I'll take Pedersen.
0: Yeah. He could
1: pop off a week and get right back. He could. Um... Yeah, I'll I'll, t- I'll take i Pedersen w- wins that battle. I got both in fantasy, so if they can both get sixty. That'd be great. <laughs> um, quick note I wanted to bring up, uh, just a little bit of, cu- couple of sad points in the NHL and in the hockey world. Um, first of all, I want to extend uh thoughts, wishes, prayers, uh, everything out to Linus Allmark. Goalie for Buffalo. Um, his dad passed away Monday evening. It was about, I think it was f- five o'clock local time in Sweden. So he found out after his morning skate. He basically got a call from his mom during morning skate. Got home, uh, got back to the room, realized he had a missed call, and kind of expected what was happening because apparently, just reading off of his kind of thoughts, he had he had some sort of illness in the last week. Uh, and basically it was just like unresponsive the last little while here. And yeah. you got to call him as soon as he got in the hospital and just basically said goodbye there. It was, it was a it was a hard read. Um, oh. But yeah, obviously then, so they found out Monday morning after the morning skate, the Monday night they they played against Philly uh, and they stomped them 6-1. Obviously, Mark didn't play net. Carter Hutton was in net. But um, after the game, they gave away the game puck um as like a kind of like the mvp of the game as most teams do now they got like hats and stuff like that but uh jack eichel awarded it to Allmark, which was super awesome yeah Uh, that's awesome real good leadership play by by eichel and yeah it's a sad time but when you got your you got your boys around
0: yeah just to be uh, able to playing hockey too right now it's definitely gotta help with it
1: you got your family, and you got your you got your hockey family as well. You know, we've yeah.
0: seen this before, where some
2: players are able to take kind of really you know, emotion that's thrown at them, that life can throw at you in such extremes, and they can kind of put it into their into their work. We'll see if that can happen, and it's definitely not easy. But we've seen it happen. Things like Craig Anderson and his wife, and stuff like that. It's a, yeah. You know, so maybe maybe you know if he can get in the right headspace, and he's got his boys around him he can really make this a season to remember and, and, and do one for his dad, you know? Mm. Um, know
1: and then, see. second piece of news, coming out of the WHL this, uh, basically yesterday, Sunday, um, Kamloops Blazers forward, Kyrel Uh he's a 19-year-old kid, he got in a snowboarding accident over the weekend. Um, there's not a lot of details about what happened, um, but a lot of the news reports are coming that he's some sort of paralyzed so obviously his hockey career looks over and yeah it's a big life changing results and oh i feel you got a feel for the kid absolutely um,
2: yeah it's so sad i've seen multiple shoutouts from from young players around the league leagues
1: yeah it's uh there's a nice nice message by Connor Zari he was a first yeah. rounder this year basically they're best friends um, and connor's mom i'm assuming uh just same last name started a a gofundme forum and in about a day it had a fifty thousand dollar goal it's now at one hundred thirty thousand as is the time wow. we record yeah. yeah um i know i tweeted out the link at our hosers panel twitter so if you want to go support it and yeah that's that, awesome you, you can find that link there it's uh super rough for for a 19 year old kid with incredible upside that he's like we said, I don't. I don't know a lot of the details. They haven't really released any. Obviously, there's. They don't have to.
2: You don't have um, to know the yeah. mountain, do you? Sorry. You don't know the mountain, do you? I
0: don't. Just curious. Um. So sad though. Like, it just to lose um, the ability to like do something that you love so much in hockey because of uh, something else that you he probably loved so much is just it's heartbreaking. So uh, definitely thoughts and prayers out to him. Hopefully. Um, he can recover to the point where he can uh, be mobile and and maybe uh, move on his own or however. Uh, yeah, we don't know all the details, but definitely thoughts and prayers.
2: Yeah, if this happened to such a young guy, it's, it's a it's a tragedy and and yeah, we're all we're all thinking about you, man. I will be all week. I know it. And um, and yeah, if you if you can make a donation, it'll it'll mean the world if we can get that number up there because I mean, no number's enough, but. But, um, yeah, we'll be thinking about you
1: all week. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I've i said before, I, I work with the Colonel Rockets in the WHL, the Department of Analytics, so I've seen Sop play a lot. He Man, he's a good player. And uh, I read that news, and I was like, oh, phew, that's that's crushing. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, hopefully he gets back to – obviously we don't know the, the amount of par- – I don't even know if paralyzation is a word, but – Hopefully it's just hopefully Paralysis. Paralysis. Ooh, yeah there it is. There, there it, is it
2: is. That's Doctor. always that's the late pod the late pod gibberish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: wouldn't have known that at the noon. I wouldn't I never would have had that.
2: Um,
1: yeah, I mean all, all all the best to him and his, his family going in right now and like we said, hopefully hopefully it gets back to hopefully it's not too too bad.
0: For sure. But
2: mm-hmm. some prayers.
0: Um I got two things. Uh, before we before we end um well one uh there's a big big college hockey game in the states uh for for people that don't know um the uh, acha div one liberty university played ncaa div one long island university uh and liberty uh being the acha team actually beat long island u um which is which is huge. You you see these ACHA uh for those of you who don't know, ACHA is basically like the the self-funded um collegiate academic program. So um like the the kids go in there self-funded, there's no scholarships, no nothing like that. They don't uh, bring in like the, the elusive um they don't attract like the elusive NCAA high pedigree players that uh a lot of these colleges do. Um so it's just great to see for the ACHA and, and, and see that, like, they're, they're developing, right? They're, they're still really good damn hockey. And, um, yeah, we really, we just, I, I love to see that these guys uh, go out there and even though they're not in the nicest facilities or they're not um, on a scholarship or whatever, they can come in and still play a great game and, and beat a, a highly touted team. Um, couple, couple teams, or at least one team that I know for sure, or two teams for sure that went have moved from ACHA to NCAA in, in the last little bit. Uh, you have Penn State and uh, Arizona State, so it's it's great to see that like it, it's it's garnering a new name for itself and and that it's not uh, like you go play ACHA hockey. It's not like the end of the world or the end of your career kind of thing. So pretty awesome for that mm. uh, to see that. Um, and then. This is not hockey related at all, boys. I am so confused by this, but there's a new TikTok trend oh and boy. it's, it's literally, people are rinsing chocolate off of m M&M, and Like they take M&M's and they yeah. open it and they go, yeah. oh, like this, it's too sweet. Let me just rinse it off. And they take the m M&M and M and they put it under the tap and they rinse the candy and the chocolate off of this peanut. Okay. Excuse <laughs> me? Like, what are you doing? Why, do, why would you not just, like, go buy a bag of peanuts? Like, I, gonna, I, do, I just don't understand.
1: I was going to say you're rinsing out the, the chocolate and the, the shell of the M&M. I was like, what, what, what's left? Are you just washing your hands at that point? <laughs> yeah. Peanut m and yeah. makes a bit more sense there. Okay.
0: Sorry, yeah. So, and then, and then uh, like, I saw this one, and I was like, okay, that's bizarre. And then somebody f- opened a Kit Kat. And they're like, oh, it's too sweet, and they started rinsing the chocolate off the Kit Kat, and then the wafer gets all soggy and it's like falling oh, apart. Oh, I was like, I what even... is happening?
1: Oh, I didn't even think of the soggy wafer. Oh, yeah.
0: I was, I'm, I don't even know. And like the people in the videos are like, oh, it's it's just too sweet, and like acting like it's not funny at all. Like they're like dead serious. So I'm I'm so confused. Is it a joke or is it like, is it? I don't. I don't understand. It has to be Can, a joke. There's no yeah. point. There's no. Oh. But they're all like dead serious, and it just. I don't know. I. I. I don't. I don't pretend to understand. But people these days are will do anything for. Um, I didn't publicity. know there was a
2: bunch of those. Like I'd seen one. I knew what you were talking about right away, but I have only seen one. Yeah, I've Where seen like
0: talking.
2: three. <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. Yeah, I'm trying to never look into that shit because <laughs> it's just there's one every month, right? Yeah, um, it's true. Just sit back and go. Oh. But they're they're fun to bring up to your buddies because they get so fucking. Weird. I don't even hear it. That. That's so
1: <laughs> weird. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> yeah, it almost makes it uncomfortable. Like you don't really know what. But that's like, just what you say. I don't know. Like that's what I mean. <laughs> what do you say? What do you fucking? What the fuck is that? Um, yeah. Next
0: time, next time I hang out with like somebody that I haven't seen in a bit, I'm just gonna unwrap a chocolate bar and like <laughs> rinse it under,
2: it. <laughs>
0: is under is. the sink. See what they say. Like, what they are they you do, doing?
2: When they when they when they swing it to you, you just go. It's just too sweet. Yeah. Maybe it's that's too the sweet. Joke. Sorry, are we yeah. falling for it? Are we <laughs> falling think, for it? I, I think so. Now that I've said it all out loud, circle. I'm like,
0: these guys are just like. Fucking with me, it's all—it's all sarcasm. It's, but... just, it's
2: just Eminem and Kit Kat like making bank, just like oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Look at them to fucking rinse it down the drain. Don't yeah, just make it viral.
1: <laughs> Imagine just like yeah, I'm, I'm going over to my buddy's house and it's like hey, I, I brought I brought you a Kit Kat. Do you mind if I use your sink? <laughs>
0: like what? It's just too sweet.
1: Yeah, um, I'm gonna bring it back to hockey because do it. Yeah, sorry that was enough. Um, Swing it in. Big, big big, news, huge news. Uh, the NWHL started this week. Nice, that's awesome. Um, so, the what? The NWHL, <laughs> the National Women's Hockey League.
2: Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um,
1: they stream all their games on Twitch. Uh, I think it's just twitch.tv slash NWHL, I'm pretty sure. Um, they actually got a lot of viewers this week. So, basically, they're doing, like, a little six-team tournament, or, like, a like a little mini bubble, basically. Um, so all their games are streamed on Twitch uh, every day. And then the last, I think, semifinals and finals are all on NBCSN.
3: Um, oh, that's they're, awesome. they're picking
1: up like tens of thousands of viewers. And um, yeah, it's great hockey. Like they have um, good broadcast teams. They've had um, the neutral zone is like a darker blue ice. So it adds like a little aesthetic to the ice oh that's nice. interesting um but yeah great goals like there's they've uh basically every team's played two games so far and they were like throughout the weekend and i mean some of the logos are great as well yeah let alone, let alone the plays they got they got some they got some good logos they got some good team names and yeah it's uh yeah it's, it's been good I'm,
0: hockey yeah i'm looking at the twitch page right now first the first uh game yesterday uh, almost 20,000 views, 19.4 thousand views, and then, uh, second one, 17,000. That's awesome. Was there the any neutral today? zone looks bizarre. Uh, five hours ago was, like, the open, uh, It's like, a trailer, or, like, a bunch of, uh, interviews and stuff, but, I, I don't a good see. day, no NHL on. Yeah, true.
1: Uh, yeah, there was, there was no games today, just Saturday and Sunday. Uh,
2: that's awesome, though, I'll have to watch, I'll have to watch them. Are you just Saturdays and Sundays, then?
1: Um, no I think they come back tomorrow so they, they play yeah uh, so two teams there's, so there's three games each so every team played on Saturday and Sunday um, now they're doing a couple days couple games every day Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and then they take an off day for Friday to give everybody some rest and then they come back with three games Saturday uh, yeah I think there was like a huge hit yeah, I wasn't watching at the time but I just saw a clip of somebody just getting blown up at the top of the circle. And I was like, whoa, whoa,
2: oh, whoa, 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 whoa. They can hit?
1: <laughs> it was a huge hit.
2: I thought, like, women's they weren't hitting for hockey. That's just international? I don't know, dude. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a hockey game where women were hitting. I don't think I've ever seen that. At least not on TV. Like, if um, that's a thing, I, I want in. If, so,
1: there's... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know too much. Like, they don't have body... Checking is not allowed, but body contact is fine, usually. Okay,
2: okay. Yeah, so like, I know like, some, some slip through or whatever. Like, so, Okay, interesting. I just want to make know, sure they're... they weren't blowing each other up with hippies every time on open ice. like. Well, oh, that's why I'm confused as well, because uh, <laughs> like, this, like, like?
1: <laughs> this was a huge hit. <laughs> okay. Like, can you abs- send it? Yeah, I can try and find it. If, but, if you like, can, if not, fuck, go ahead. Like, it's a late hit in NHL terms. Like, It was two <laughs> seconds after the person oh. passed the puck, and they just got crushed.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, it's actually I'm I just like twitch archives all their stuff right so i yeah. I'm just watching like some of the game and it's actually pretty good yeah it's pretty it good was hockey good, it was good
1: hockey yeah I didn't I didn't notice the hitting too much so I was like that's why I'm that's why I'm confused as well I'm right. not, uh...
2: it just popped to me because I remember like everyone always when you're watching a women's game in like the Olympics or something there's a guy at the bar they're always like I they're not cranking each other and you're like yeah I just don't hit that's the way she
0: Man, uh, so this one team just scored, and it's, like, flashing blue and green lights. They're oh, the, Connecticut be, the Connecticut Whale. Connecticut
1: Whale. It's got to be. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and their their colors are, like, blue and green. It's kind of like the Whalers, and they scored, and then all of a sudden, it, like, goes completely dark, and then it's, like, blue and green lights flashing. That's so cool. Yeah, they have, uh, well, obviously,
1: Hartford is in Connecticut, so they basically, like, took it off of that. Yeah. Um, then, like, their whale is, it's the, the mouth, like, in the smile is a hockey stick.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. wicked. It's
1: super cool. Um, I don't know who it was, but they put out like some some um, some female, I think she was a reporter for the NWHL, but um, she put out this thing on Twitter, and it was like a thread of, if you cheer for this person in the NHL, you'll love this person in the NWHL. Okay. It, it was awesome. It was just like, oh, this person's like an ass to play against, but if they're on your team, you love them. And it was like Tom Wilson is a lot like this person. I can't remember her name, but yeah, there was like fifteen of them. And it was great. I was like, okay, all right, I like it.
2: That's kind that's of awesome. sweet. I like that a lot.
1: But yeah, they have. Uh, let me get back to the schedule here. Uh, it looks like, I think it's, yeah, so two thirty and five thirty for the next couple of days. Couple of days. Nice. I the only team I hate is the Toronto Six because I think that's a dumb name. <laughs> but
2: yeah, it's a bit. They got
1: they got good teams like um the metropolitan riveteers and then the minnesota whitecaps boston pride great logo for that one as well and then obviously connecticut whale toronto six and the buffalo buttes
2: yeah oh no way yeah with a with a great logo logo. like it's
1: like uh it's a buffalo with like stars all around it but the one star that's kind of above the buffalo's head is a crown (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, that's sick
1: Black and white Yeah, it's it's pretty cool
2: You're selling me on it, man I want to see some games This sounds awesome
1: Dude, it is it, It's Yeah, it's a great time it's a, it's a good show for sure
0: Yeah, there's no hockey on You just throw this on It's actually It's really good They're quick They're uh, offensively Like, nice plays Like, cuts to the middle Like, looking hot So, I love it
2: What a Pardon me to cut you off What a perfect time To grow the game like that too And really, and really step that up
0: Yeah Like, well,
2: it a lot of people have been behind, been behind uh, making that a bigger production for a long time. so I go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say they're doing it in the perfectly right way. Like, there's no mm-hmm. long drone out off or um, regular season. It's not, like, 50 games. So it's like, okay, I'll watch the first five, but then it's like, I don't really care for the next 40. And then it's like, oh, the last five in the playoffs. They're doing quick tournaments. Every game matters. Like, every team plays, like, four or five games, depending on how far they go. And then, like, bang, restarts. Yeah. You know, it's like a quick bubble. Every game is in, uh, important and entertaining, and competitive, and then it's like over. Like it's great. It's 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 the perfect way to grow a new league.
0: Yeah, that's exactly how you do it, and and they're traveling too, right? Like they travel city to city, kind of thing. Well, like not during the tournaments, but after the tournaments.
1: I yeah, I, I think they're doing it like uh, different bubbles, different places.
0: Yeah. It's brilliant, and once fans are allowed to be in the stands, it's great. It's such a it's such a good idea. Let's see, I don't know.
1: Yeah, super uh, super excited to keep watching that. It's uh it's been awesome. Just want to give them a shout out because they're doing they're doing big things, and it's awesome for the game. And it's I mean, how, yeah. can, how can you not like it? So yeah, right on.
0: Thanks for bringing it up. I I have been following it like. But I didn't realize it had started already. Yeah. So that's awesome. I, I'll definitely be able to tune in now and, and watch some games because yeah, it's pretty exciting hockey. Totally under my radar, but I love that.
2: Thanks for bringing it to my attention for sure. Yo, uh, boys, can I do one more buy or sell before we call this? Dude, mm, or just give her. never, never, okay. never any restraint. I, I totally forgot. Um, uh, Pay Arby uh, from Oilers pool party. Yeah, so still... <laughs> Jesse Poole party. I love that. <laughs> um, he requested a trade as well just before the season, didn't he? Or
0: recently? Uh, before. So he, he just re-signed with Edmonton. Right. Um, he played in Europe last year. And he, re- he had requested a trade before he left, I think. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, he was sick and tired of not playing on the top two lines.
2: At least at least good minutes, which I, I can I understand. Um, he's playing a lot better, like that I've seen him, and I think he's even beginning top line minutes. Yeah. Do you think does anyone think that he gets traded that this raises his trade value and that they move him for, for a piece or first a couple of Interesting. pieces? Interesting. I could see him not being when's the trade deadline this year? It's like April Oh, I'd be so guessing now. I thought, like, 23rd, but that seems way too late. Lots of time, and he's playing well. I just wonder if, like, if it's good enough that people want pieces, and I, don't, I can't think of a place off the top of my head, but I'm sure people are looking at him.
0: April 12th.
2: There we go. Good day.
0: Honestly, Ty, if he sticks with uh, on that top line and continues to play well with new Jim McDavid, because that's, that's where he's playing right now, I... Would really doubt that they try and trade him, um, simply because I think the whole reason he wanted out was because he wasn't playing in Edmonton, um, so he'd probably be pretty happy playing top line minutes there, and then also uh, Edmonton has had a serious lack of depth scoring for a long time, yeah. Uh, and if he like comes up and is another piece to their scoring, that just adds to their depth, right? So I think if he does well, I don't, I don't think. That they would trade him, yet. Yeah, I think I it kind
1: of, it just kind of like nullifies
2: why he wanted to trade out. Yeah, I exactly. I that. I just kind of wonder, like, I, don't, I was, I don't know. I wonder if, I wonder if his value goes up and up, or they get a good enough deal. But I probably wouldn't be like that because you're right. The role he, the role he, he's, um, he's filling in is kind of too good to pass to pass on. Yeah. Too good to trade him on right it's now. It's tough. It's a tough
0: one.
1: Yeah, it's like it's. It's a weird situation for Edmonton because if you're getting the asking price that you wanted it originally, that means he's playing well. So you don't want to drink yeah. him because he's playing well, but that's also when you get your price. So,
2: yeah, I wonder. I wonder it might be just be a perfect timing thing. They might leave it. They might just might just see a, a superstar out of him this year. know, um, uh, one more. Anyone, anyone watched any of Evander Kane? I know San Jose is probably like, the most riveting hockey these days. Have you like watched any of them when he's out there? It kicked he me played... out
1: of my survivor pool last night. oh no really yeah we have Minnesota
0: oh that's so shitty
2: uh he looks like he looks tense (laughs) doesn't he look tense out there Uh, I I would
0: be too if I owed that much money
2: (laughs) yeah no shit plus like plus like I know he's chirpy and everything and he looks pissed off and like things don't look right out there and he still still plays like pretty good hockey He he can score and shoot he's out there he's dirty um but man I still see him chirping and like that must just be a show and they're tripping that guy right now. Yeah. Like, you imagine the stuff flying his way, like, oh, you can't say anything. Like, I wouldn't even want to go to work. I just wonder how that's going to pan out.
1: Yeah. Wait till Reeves gets their first game against each other. <laughs> <laughs> Have a Field
0: day. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great.
2: Um, and yeah, hopping right back into the Winnipeg Weathers. Um, they said last game where they, they uh, buzzer beater by McDavid.
0: Dry sidle. Oh,
1: Dry sidle
2: dry I thought it was McDavid behind the net okay well whatever yeah
1: well McDavid passed it out to dry to score
2: oh, yeah, pardon me um man what a game that game was so back and forth like both teams were just being so impressive and what a finish like right down to the wire like it was an electric finish it was, it was so fun so fun to watch and like seeing all the players like not knowing if it was in but like all the Oilers like thought it was in so they were so sure that like Winnipeg was kind of thinking it was, and then you kind of saw it was. You saw Crush they all were, and they played them again on Wednesday night. So that's one to watch for. Yeah, it Maybe was
1: It was, It was. was 2-1 with six minutes left in the game, <laughs> and it ended 4-3 in regulation.
3: Yeah, yeah that, there you that's... go. I
2: can't remember how it happened, but it was like bang, 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 and it was, I was so into it. it, was yelling at my house. So that was a fun one, man. I can't wait to watch that rematch. too. takes it.
1: Yeah, just going back to our point that we've said for three weeks, every Canadian game has been incredible.
2: Yeah, it's true. They're all, yep. they're
1: all super fun to watch.
2: Yeah, yeah, man, it's so fun to watch the Kachuk, uh, Kachuk brothers this year. I haven't even seen them play each other yet. I haven't seen the battle of Alberta yet. Like, I can't. I haven't really seen much Calgary yet, but I can't wait to. Can't wait to see more. I think that's kind of all I had. <clears throat> uh, let
1: me see. Just uh, quick injury notes. We didn't really going to injuries at all but we did. Um, Joe Thornton's out about a month a month Whoa. and a bit with a rib fracture oh. um, Morgan Frost on the Flyers he's out inde- indefinitely with a dislocated left shoulder um, Philip Myers is week to week same Flyers uh, with a fractured rib Josh Manson defenseman for Anaheim mm. is out six weeks with an oblique injury um Jimmy Ben exited their first game. Maybe it was a second game. No, I think, he, second. I think he I think oh he left a second game. Um Really? He's questionable to return for the next game. We're not too sure. I haven't got a lot of information about his injury, but he's he's nursing something for sure. Um other than that That's a tough Couple one. couple Pittsburgh defensemen are out. Marcus Pedersen good young guy, he's out week to week. Um and Yuso Ricola is uh considered long-term according to Mike Sullivan
0: yeah I think it doesn't Pittsburgh Pittsburgh has like their uh eighth seventh sixth and fourth oh like d-man out something like that yeah yeah they're getting crazy hit. definitely they can't afford to lose very much more no
1: they don't have much to go with it anyway.
0: so
2: yeah Man, is sort of, is it sort of inspiring or cool to you guys to see what Washington can do without all those guys? <laughs> now, yeah,
0: I, I was I was gonna they, say that they just keep they winning. Haven't really missed
2: a, they haven't missed a beat. Like you, I expected a, a, like a like to see it to see a hiccup to see to see the loss of Ovechkin, but it, I didn't like I thought it would. Like they for one, they're winning all their fucking games still.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had a had a weird brain fart where I, I was looking at the betting lines for their first game against Buffalo's the, the day after everything happened. And I was like, oh, Washington's the underdog? I'm just going to hammer Washington. And then, like, as the game started, I was like, oh, yeah, right. They're missing all of their players. And they ended up winning anyway, <laughs> so I still won the bet. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Awesome. I totally gone. forgot about everything that happened.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, uh, what do we think, fellas?
1: Uh, I'm going to just do a quick note. Speaking of betting. Um, had a heartbreaker of a bet on Thursday night, had seven game parlay, basically means you bet all seven things combined and you have, they have to go seven and oh, or else you lose. It was odds about 160 to one, put down five bucks to win about 850, uh, and I lost it by half a goal. I had the over in Tampa-Columbus at over five and a half, and there was five goals. So I missed that by half a goal, and all the other six were right.
2: That is so fucked. Yeah, so, that's heartbreaking. Where yeah. does that rank in your top heartbreakers? Oh,
1: that's you... number one. Oh. No, no, no chance of an ever close to a seven-game parlay like that.
2: Stinger. Uh yeah,
1: it was. Yeah, that's brutal. Dude. Sorry,
2: Mikey. You know, keep hey, your head up. You're, you know what? are close, buddy.
1: There's always next week. Am I right?
2: Oh, absolutely,
0: <laughs> definitely. At, at least you lost. You lost five bucks. Right? Yeah, but that's you good. didn't, cause didn't you make money back or no? Oh
1: yeah, was oh, Mike's
2: like, always making money on the side, baby.
1: That was that was a good day. That one I had. <laughs> that was the the second game of of Montreal Vancouver where they won seven three, and I had a lot of money on Montreal on the money line and the puck line.
0: Nice. There you go. So, you didn't lose anything. No. Uh, but in that in that bet you lost 5 bucks. And that when I lost 800. <laughs> no, you didn't cuz you didn't have 800 to begin with.
1: That's true, but
0: I could have. You could have. Next time. Like you said next week.
1: There's always next week and I'll have another story next week if I get close. Yep. Also, I post some betting if I if I ever bet, I post some of them on Twitter, so go follow us there as well.
0: Nice. Love it. Uh, oh yeah Last, last oh, note
1: ahead. Congrats to Nathan McKinnon On 500 career points Oh beauty Kind of a big deal
2: Oh absolutely
0: Good for him
1: Yeah that's, that's about it He's been in the league For what seems like Forever now And I'm feeling old
0: Yeah fair <laughs> enough I remember when he was drafted, so so Yeah like Into it then so Yeah Feeling Definitely feeling old
1: Seven and a half years ago Yeah <laughs> Oh
0: my god <laughs>
1: Oh, oh! Speaking of the draft, sorry. Last note. We're kind of going a bit long here. Oh um, shit! Yeah, I forgot about that. The I know. Oh
2: fuck us! Whoa! <laughs> hit it, Mike. We're going into OT here.
1: Ah uh, yeah, <laughs> overtime segment. Only five minutes though. We got the we got no continuous OT. Um, <laughs> the NHL has played around with the thought of doing the twenty twenty one draft next year in twenty twenty two, with the twenty twenty two draft. Yeah. But instead of, instead of combining it as one draft, they would run the 2021 draft on one day and then the 2022 eligible draft the next day. So you still have rounds? all this? You'd still have, you'd still have like seven rounds, I guess, of the 2021 draft, and then the next day they'd run seven rounds of the 2022 draft.
2: Holy shit.
1: Just because like so many players aren't playing this year, they don't really like scouts would just be going off of what happened last year. And then right. instead of combining both drafts into one huge draft, you just run two similar drafts back to back, and that would be a hell of a weekend.
2: That'd be fun. Yeah, could you imagine? To, oh. Would it be in Seattle? I was gonna say,
1: would we be able to go to that? Is that like, is there fans allowed to that? And we just go two days for two huge drafts? Oh my man, God. I. You
0: if, okay, <laughs> if it happens, if it happens, and we can travel. I'm going. i will do everything in my power to go. Yeah. I'll just be a double, 100%. A double
2: draft? You ever going I was even at like, the double could, draft.
0: Yeah, they could do it in Europe, and I would figure out a way how, how to get there. Oh, I'm there. Like it, yeah, no No chance. That I'll I that if, Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Quick trip to Sweden
1: with a, the car. There's like just, the like, the, mo-
2: the montage of Mike, like, traveling, like, this crazy loop to get to the draft in fucking Croatia. <laughs> Our luck though
0: it's probably going to be like a Zoom draft again.
2: Who knows, yeah, man? It who that's, knows? If, that's if. What time? Did, when did you say it would be?
0: Yeah, well, they've discussed the possibility
1: of having it in the winter of twenty twenty one. Um. Also, the idea of pushing it back even further to match the twenty twenty two draft, which usually happens in June. So it'd be like a year and a half away.
0: Hmm. But they they would do the expansion. The, the expansion draft is way before that then. Oh yeah,
1: the expansion draft will happen this summer no matter what because Seattle
0: needs a team. That would be so cool. But, that would then, like would... oh, but then they wouldn't have a draft pick.
1: That's weird. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, what they you're wouldn't right. have a draft pick until. That'll be. Uh, yeah, it'll be sweet because you still get like the draft experience with the expansion draft in the summer of twenty twenty one, and then you have like the massive double draft in the next year. <laughs> me. Oh, I don't know, dude. That's awesome. It'd be yeah. interesting.
2: Uh, would, do we know like when that gets really tabled, or it'll be depending
1: on, it? on if teams play this year. Like, obviously, the CHL has some plans coming back, but obviously, if that gets canceled and everything, there's probably a better chance that it gets pushed back to like December. Uh, because then, yeah. hopefully, teams play in October and stuff, and they can kind of go off of that. But right.
0: yeah, well, and like the WHL is only supposed to play like 24 games or something, so yeah. Like This is a very small Sample size To be able to like Draft players on Although yeah, they are like, Playing in Europe Right now right Like most of the Like Yeah the Europeans names. Are playing Well and like bo- Most of the big names For next year's draft Like um, Fuck what's his name
1: Carson Lambos
0: Yeah uh, The other defenseman too Yeah he just oh, scored His first didn't he Brand Clark yeah. yeah Yeah like they're Over there playing uh, Like fairly high level Hockey so, but uh, that's, if you have,
1: yeah, it's like ten picks. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess that's fair.
1: you Need seven rounds.
0: That's true. That'd That'd that's tough. very true. That'd be tough. It's a good thing I'm not like employed with the NHL. <laughs> Just make a fool of myself every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right. I think that's it. That's all. My notes are clear, and I got that's,
0: rap, that's That's a wrap. six. Well done.
1: Episode six hockey's in full swing. We got thirty one teams playing now. Yeah, yeah. buddy.
2: Uh, uh, what are we on for can you list off our <clears throat> Oh Jesus, our social media?
1: Yeah, so um Instagram, Twitter, and minorly TikTok. Uh, oh, all know. all at hosers panel. Surprisingly nice. the name is not taken. I just Let's you know. go. <laughs> um yeah, those three were mainly active on Instagram and Twitter and chuck up a random TikTok here and there, but for all the news and everything like that, it's 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 Instagram and Twitter.
0: Yeah.
2: But we're pretty active on there, so if you ever want to hit us up with a question or comment, anything, stop something up our hoop, hit us up there. One of those, Insta probably.
0: Yeah, just yeah. definitely definitely reach out. Uh it's always I think the the one thing that I was thinking when uh when we started this podcast or what when, when I hopped on um, was I, I can't wait to like interact with people that listen and like want to talk more about hockey. So if if you ever, uh, if you know us in person and you want to talk hockey, like let us know. Or if you uh, if you don't know us and you're just following us on Instagram or Twitter, like hit us up, let us know uh, if you have any questions or comments or stuff you want to talk about because we're always happy to do it.
1: Yeah, like especially like on Twitter, it's super easy. Like anything that we tweet, just reply to any tweet. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you up. got a question and you got something to yell at us about let her love fly it. yeah we get that
2: chatter. It. we'll give you the shout out we got some coming
1: i think that's a wrap on uh epi six right on love it yeah we got a pretty slow night in nhl so it was kind of a good night to to record we might be switching it up to sundays sunday evenings we recorded yeah. out out monday mornings instead of tuesday mornings but we're gonna for right now we're gonna keep rocking with mondays but we'll we'll see Yeah, love it. Thanks for uh, listening, guys.
0: Uh, Appreciate it as always. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week.
1: Yeah, and uh, if you're enjoying it, it's also follow or subscribe, whatever the the platform that you use, terminology uses. Um, Yeah, let us know. Follow us uh, wherever, and we will uh, see you next week. Thanks, everybody.
2: Always a pleasure, guys. We'll see you next week. Always yourself. Cold Bolts. Cold Bolts.